everybody to a fantastic edition of the Nerdwatch Podcast. I, of course, am G-Money. Uh, I am joined by uh, the one, the only uh, format in the house. Oh, hey. Uh, the one and only Alika is in the house. The one and only Todd Bernardi, a.k.a. Pasta King, is in the Has- house. Hashtag Pasta King. Hashtag Pasta King. The only man that Hash actually... Brown Pasta King. He's the only man that I know that <laughs> actually had made his own pasta <laughs> so packaging. Delicious. He's officially the Pasta King. We're also joined by Hennessy from the Hello. Omniverse. He's here, Sp- He's Mr. Spot611. And back. He, he quit last week. But he's back this week. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the one and only Gannon. Ladies and gentlemen, he's in the house tonight as well. Nice to have you back, sir. I was negotiating for a raise. Oh, you, right. yeah, you were. <laughs> I do what every actor does. I start totally reactive. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, listen. Here's Did you get it? Because I didn't well, look, get a raise While we're going over the cast, we also got a shout out. I think it's ruined now, but Silent Sean's here. Silent Sean is evidence in the by house the Periscope. Every week. He's also invisible. Periscope, Sean. we are here as well. <laughs> happy birthday! To that. So happy yeah. birthday for yes, happy yeah. birthday, happy birthday Sean. to Silent and Invisible Sean. Wherever Sean, you are, I hope your lunges are deep. <laughs> <laughs> May your lunges stretch. <laughs> Here's the thing. Where they dip through and dip <laughs> Now that we we're, we're now now that we're video now, we're currently on Periscope. Here's the thing: Is it legal? To have Scrooge playing in the background. Oh, shit. <laughs> really? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is it, How do we know that Scrooge? Well, that's true. That could be point. anything. That up could there. be yeah. anything. Up there. Okay, fine. Uh, How do we even know that's in the same place? It could be next door. No, you're it's absolutely right. It's, it's a live phone. It's a live That's Earth 2 Scrooge. That's right. That yeah. is Earth 2. Okay. I got it. Like all right. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. All right. Well, listen. Here's the thing. Uh, we are here, uh, for those of you that don't know on Periscope or are on Periscope, uh, we are the Nerdwatch Podcast. We, of course, talk about all things nerd in the nerd culture from TVs to movies to games to premieres like uh, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Is that a and, uh, thing? It's yeah. just Star Wars Seven. Is anybody excited about that? I, mean, I don't know. I think I don't think anybody's really excited about Star I'm Wars. I haven't really heard much about it. Is yeah, that... Yeah. I'm hopeful that it will catch on. Right. <laughs> I, I, I hope so, too. I'm, I'm hoping that it will as well. I, I heard that it's supposed to be a phenomenon, but, you know, we'll see. Well, I've seen the first ones, and uh, wasn't mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't too impressive. The first three? One, one yeah. two, and three? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Well, listen. I'm, Although they were pretty wizard. <laughs> they were. <laughs> I'm very excited that you guys are here. It's my favorite day of the week. Um, before we get into what happened it's with you guys this week. It's my second favorite. Is it your second favorite? Yes. Oh, okay. It's right behind Payday. Dare I ask what your first favorite is? Um, the day after this. Oh, the day. <laughs> you know when we're done? Oh, you're the, yes. the, the, the done day. Because it's the next day already. Oh, gotcha. By the time we leave this place. <laughs> well, listen. Before we get into everybody's week and how everybody did and how everybody's doing, and before we get into details about the Force Awakens premiere happening at Maui Mall, by the way, courtesy of the Nerd Watch and Maui Watch, we and brought the it there just for you guys. Yes, we yeah. did. You didn't have any chance to see the movie without it's us. Not at all. That small independent film. That's right. Star Wars. Let's you guys uh, can see it primarily. Because that's of correct, us. sir. So here's the thing. Let's do this first. You're welcome, Maui. Yeah, you're welcome, Maui. You're welcome, Kahalui. You're welcome, Island. Um, here's the thing. Let's uh, let's talk to the one and only the man who makes this podcast possible, uh, Alika. I thought He's you were just going to start talking to yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't this your microphone? That's right. It is, it is your microphone, microphone your camera on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Your... So here's the thing. Um, Alika. Yes. 
You, sir, uh, are the man. Uh, we exist here on the Nerd Watch because of you and your lovely space here at Maui Comics and Collectibles. Um, are you two a thing? Oh, kind <laughs> of are. <laughs> right. I, so I have, build you found out I had the Infinity right. Gauntlet. He's I have, just oh, right. acting accordingly. You that's guys right. are all toast. I, he, <laughs> he has literally consumed me. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's, that's an image. That's, that's, a, Paris, that's a Periscope exclusive. Quite a Periscope. I'm glad this is where we're running video. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing: there's video of that too, right? Uh, there is quite a bit of video. We can show, too. I'm sure. Alika, yes, it is a new comic. Sure it's it a new quick. comic book week. Oh, it was. All right. Yeah. Uh, every week here at Maui Comics and Collectibles, it is every Tuesday is 15 percent off Tuesdays. Twenty percent. Twenty percent off Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Come on. Come on. Dude, because it starts with a two. <laughs> it's 20% off Tuesdays here at uh, Maui Comics. And you know, yeah, I've actually got an announcement if this makes it to air in time. Well, listen, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't want your stinking announcement. What? No, I'm not wow. I'm just <laughs> wow, I got serious real quick. I, I mean, he consumed you and you're not even going to listen uh, to his announcement? Yeah. That's messed up. No, no, yeah, um, seriously. Um, 20% off Tuesdays is today. And uh, Alika, I have to present it. Alika has a special announcement from Maui Comics and Collectibles. Oh. We're going to extend 20% Tuesday into 20% Wednesday because the shipment's late this week. Wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah, all no. it's, it's not just us. News, it's all, stores, all the stores in Hawaii. We got uh, boned by uh, the, the freight carrier. <laughs> oh, um, right. Is, is the freight carrier... Don't, uh, fly should, freight. should we name the freight carrier or no? I don't even know who it is. So oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Does We're not going to get it until Thursday. So does it start with Matson? <laughs> no, it's not, actually. It's an air carrier. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Does as it, much as I would love to blame it on Matson. <laughs> does it end in Brothers? N- no, none of those guys, actually. Really? Yeah. All right, all right. All You're, like, picking all the guys go over, like, the, the ocean. So yeah, you just don't right. want anybody to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so you guys at the post office, I'm looking yeah. at you. Knock your crap off. <laughs> you and your stamps. Yeah, your stupid, stupid stamps. <laughs> Anyway, um, so that so, was a small bummer. So what? Is, what are? But go- there's some amazing new comics coming out. Uh, so we're gonna have instead of New Comic Book Wednesday, it's gonna be New Comic Book Thursday. New Comic Book. Uh, it's just this week. Thursday, right? yeah, Thursday. Thursday, just this week though. Just new Comic week. Book Thursday. Uh, what can we expect on New Comic Book Thursday? Well, new comics. I'm gonna tell you the number one yes. thing I'm excited Thank for. You. All right. Well. Educated. What is it that you are excited for? You're all excited for it too. Oh man, you I am. You forgot all. already, didn't you? I did. It's Batman TMNT. No, baby, it's this week. Yeah, Shut it would be the shipment mouth. that's late. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this Thursday, but shut your face. And so what else we got in there? We got some. Buy uh, the hell out of that book. So we got the Dark Knight three number one mm-hmm. uh, collectors, the hardbound collectors Return. editions. Buy it. The ma- the, is that the Master Race? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Your favorite. Okay. That's my favorite? Yeah. Name of the book. Oh, the name of the book, yes. Dark Knight. The like Gwenpool special. Gwenpool. Because, every, you know, just like Harley Quinn, everybody's got to buy Gwenpool. That book is Gwenpool. so cheeky. It's so, uh, ooh, what the... It's so cheeky. Why does she even exist? Yeah. Why, you know, I, I have no freaking idea. Gwen was dead for like 40 years. Uh, Nobody batted an eye. I don't know. Anyway, what else? Um, my Little Pony holiday special. Ooh! Okay, listen. That's for all the bronies out there. Sign me up for two copies. Yeah, see, I knew we had a brony. All right, here's the thing. I want to know. I got to know something. I'm I'm not a brony. Um, I do not understand. I think anybody watching you right now could probably tell. I'm not a brony. Uh, But here's the thing. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a brony. I don't know what that means anyway. 
Well, obviously um, you said the word, so you do know. I, I, well, here's the thing. Now, okay, here's the here's the thing. I, I don't understand. I shouldn't say. I should. I should say that I don't understand the fascination with the brony. I don't get it. You I don't know why people are fascinated. Correct, with you? sir. I do not know. And listen, that's a part of nerd culture I don't get. But I don't poo-poo on it. I just don't get it. <clears throat> Imagine fanciful little ponies dancing around. Some of them with Pegasus wings. Some of them with unicorn. Freaking nerds, man! Ridiculous. The stories are actually really, really good. Wow, we, really have, we have a lot of customers who will sit down and just watch full episodes of the cartoons. That's so I didn't realize freaking believable. Are these forty-year-old men? No, some of them I mean, are. Wow, yeah. interesting. I mean, not here, not the ones that watch it here. Wow. Yeah. All right, so My Little Pony exclusively at Molly Comics and Collectibles. <laughs> yeah, well, is it exclusive? Yeah, he only. I he's the only, he's the only one. He's the only one. Store. But we've, you know, that's come from miles <laughs> around. Let's move on to more Molly Comics. <laughs> miles around. I get guys from Bulgaria. <laughs> All right, so we well, got the ponies. The next installation of the Secret Wars series number eight. Secret Wars number eight, so we're yes. Almost through. Almost oh, done. fascinating. We got the new issue of The Walking Dead. How many Dead. are supposed to be in the Secret Wars? Nine. Nine? So we're on number oh. eight. The new up. issue of wow, The Walking nice. Dead? What number is this, sir? 149, I believe. Uh, listen, we're I almost heard, at the big 150. I heard that hmm. Daryl makes an appearance in number 150, is what I heard. What? No, I'm just You're kidding. talking about your Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> making stuff up. I totally am making stuff up. Right? And then wow. finally, we got We Stand on Guard number five, which is Brian K. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, the writer that can do no wrong right now. Everything mm-hmm. he writes is Hot Fire. Mm-hmm. Hot like, Fire? Yeah. That's awesome. That's going to be the name of my band. Hot Fire. <laughs> I'm sure awesome. it will not awesome. sound as I'm pretty sure there awesome. is a band called Hot Fire already, too. Yeah. It, man. You well, should what? name your band Corduroy Shorts. Corduroy. I like that. <laughs> a precursor to Hot Fire. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a question from last sure. week. How is Venom Space Night? I didn't read it. Gosh dang it, man. It's the as good as Rome. The Listen, heart is incredible. No, we're, we're now I'm going to venture to say better than Rome. Right. I haven't read it yet. We're currently on Periscope, and now what I want to introduce to the people on Periscope is we do a lovely segment oh. on our podcast called Storytime with Alika. All right? With Venom Space Night? Mm-hmm. I didn't read mm-hmm. this. Here's the other thing we're missing. Well, since we're doing live on Periscope, I thought we were doing Dark Knight night for this. Oh, are we? Okay. Uh, okay. I thought we were. Oh, we are. Oh, Did, isn't that what we were? Oh, that's right. You're absolutely right. No, you're right. You're right. I haven't read. Venom Let's Space do night. the Master Race. Oh, cool. That's that's a chunk. Of, that's a chunk right there worth editing out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one really needs to hear that conversation. The whole happens. race. I'm gonna, oh my god! All I'm of gonna the just show Periscope race. the. What the? The art on Venom Space. Look at that. Oh my gosh. It's good art. Let me pull it. Let me pull it. Look at that. It's beautiful. And a great version of, you know, Venom. I like when they change his costume. Beautiful Venom there, man. Beautiful. I like the artwork in that thing. All right, so, save me a copy of that. Dark Knight Three. Are we really doing story time? You want me to? Oh, well, did you? I read... can recap. I read. I read this. Listen, one. I can recap. <laughs> Have it. you read about the Master Race or not? I I read about Frank Miller's Master Race. Okay, good. All right, not well, the Master Race you may be insinuating. <laughs> yeah, no, did you read the first? Not one? the Master Race you hide in your closet. That's right. Yeah. Um. Do, uh, did you? You read yeah, the first one? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen of Periscope, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, I present to you. Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, Molly Comics and Collectibles and the Nerdwatch present to you Story Time with Alika presenting Batman Dark Knight Three. The Master Race. All right, uh, so we got uh... <laughs> <laughs> So Batman says to the guy, he says, awesome. "No, no." Sorry. All right, so what? What? What is essentially the overarching storyline for so the Dark Knight? So basically, you know, Bat- Batman's missing and everything, and 
we get some action. He's shots. missing again. Always, he's always missing. <laughs> I mean, Batman. I'm I'm sure this Batman. is not. By the end of the story, we get the big revelation. I'm going to jump to the end. I'm going to go do right a ahead. Fine. Memento style storytelling, if you will. <laughs> I'm going to mix it up. Okay. I'm going to start at the end. Um, so they they see who they think is Batman. Yes. You know, and the cops are trying to take him down. Mm-hmm. And then um, just as they're about to, you know, Batman's wailing on him and stuff, and they finally clip him with a bullet, and they. Take his hood off, and it's actually Carrie Kelly, Robin. What? Robin what? from the previous two Dark Knight. That is yeah. insane. And she tells the last one. Though. Wow. She tells the um, commissioner, and it, you know, forgive me, I forget what this commissioner's name is. So was she clipped or was she killed? She wasn't killed. She was just clipped. All right, she was clipped. Um, but okay. she says Bruce Wayne is dead at the end of the book. <laughs> so spoiler, but that's how they're going to start the master race with Bruce Wayne's DNA. Sure, G, sure. Just checking. Ah, listen, there's a, ma- there's a reason why this is called Master Race. There's got to be a reason. Well, look, I, I read a real... There's a totally mini-comic mini in here of the Atom. What? And this is kind of... I'm a little more excited about this than I am about the entire Master Race because... Frank Miller's, yeah, Frank yeah. Miller's universe in the Dark Knight is so rich wow. and full the Adam that it's the all the incidental Knight. characters that are actually the most interesting to me. And so that they... they they're going into the... um. You know the shrunken city of uh, of Kryptonians, and they they the mini comic is about how the they, one in the snow globe. Yeah, yeah. They so Lara, um, Superman's daughter, Superman and Wonder Woman's daughter. They enlist the uh, Lara Kal-El or Lara, excuse me, Lara L. Lara L. Excuse me. And so, <laughs> sorry, I'm specifying. I'm just. That's definitely not Carol Kane up there killing it in this movie. Though. I know it's it's not her. It's not her. It's not. It's her. not her in the movie. Screws just at all. killing it. So Adam is in the book. I'm assuming that that means that he will be in the next book as well. Well, no, this is a mini comic within the book. No, what I'm saying is, is this going to be a thing for the Master Race? I I think they're going to weave it in and out of the story. Like they're going to you try to help the Adam help them upsize the you know the shrunken Kryptonian city. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? So. Oh, wow. <clears throat> the Adam. I, and since this is the first issue, I don't think I'm spoiling anything because no. you know there's a lot more story to go. No, Plus, but I will be spoiling it every time. I don't it comes think out. Bruce Wayne's really dead, for no. instance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you neither. Wait. Who the hell is going to keep buying this series if he really was? Yeah, Bruce first Wayne issue, that's it. It's not dead. dead. Bruce Wayne's dead. Is imagine, like... imagine if this was the only issue in the series. Yeah, exactly. They said it was eight parts, but actually it's just her saying. Like Bruce nobody buys issue two. Like it's not Bruce Wayne. I don't care. Either. I don't care. <laughs> Well, listen. Uh, thanks a lot. That's Alika. how good he is. That was oh. a uh, that was a semi successful uh, uh, story time. <laughs> you know with what Alika. you're getting when you ask for story time. With that, me, that, so. that is true. Absolutely. If you'd like to know Bring more, out those pillows. <laughs> if you'd like to get uh, another comic spoiled for you, come on down. Uh, <laughs> my comics and collectibles at three 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 Dairy Road. We'll just give you the ending, mm-hmm. so you still have to just buy the book. Ask for Alika; he'll give you the ending. Um, the may not always be the happiest of endings, but still an ending. Anyway, moving so you're on. you saying if I come here, I'm not going to get a happy ending? <laughs> it's possible. You're it is on a quite bit possible. I really don't want to come here. <laughs> well, listen. Um, Alika, thank you for that. And then, uh, well, Are we expecting uh, Dark Knight uh, 3 every week? Or how is it, how is it being released? Uh, I think it's a monthly. Is it a monthly? Yeah. How, how many comics are there going to be for that? It's eight in the to- uh, series total. Eight but total? Frank Miller already said he has a part four. So we, have, so I'm, so we have, how many do we have? One or two out now? We have just one. We just have one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I Curious really timing. It'll be going around the same time Batman v Superman comes out. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. 
It's a. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to. I th- I'm assuming it's a that clever that, little marketing ploy. That wasn't. That wasn't an mm. accident, as they say. No, it certainly wasn't. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, check them out, Maui Comics and Collectibles, every single Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, Tuesday is twenty percent off Tuesdays. It's being extended this week to twenty percent off Wednesdays, and then only this week. This week only. It's going to be. New, New comic, comic book Thursday. Yeah. All right, Maui Comics and Collectibles. Comics, thank you. Collectibles, and Alika. Did you just put a kick me sign on the back with that post-it? Is that what you just did? No, don't worry about it. All right, don't worry about it. I won't worry about it at all. All right, gents, uh, I'm so glad you're here. Like I said, I say this all the time. My favorite day of the week, hanging out with you guys. Um, format. How was your week, sir? Uh, not bad. Uneventful. Uneventful. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, by the way, I'd just like to thank you for the tripod for. Our newest venture into the internet, Yay. Periscope. Woo! The Nerdwatch podcast on Periscope. We're stepping it up here just a little bit. Ah. Fantastic! And uh, See it's all due to amazing airline on that. Yeah, look, look at that. that. That is <laughs> man. Anyway, uh, you, you doing good? Anything you watched this week, or uh, are you still cracking out on Fallout? Or? Yeah, cracking out on Fallout Four. I figured. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's pretty much it. Do you ever log in? Because I've never seen you log in. I don't have Fallout 4 for P- PS4. I have no, Fallout. I mean, like, for PS4 Oh, at all. I do, but it's always late. I always do it, like, late, like 2 o'clock in the morning. It's really? Because yeah. I go to sleep at, like, 5 in the morning. Really? I log You're in. I, you were on in. the last time I saw you were playing Fallout uh-huh. 4. Um, so, uh, uh, how far are you? What level? Uh, I'm I'm up there. Uh, 35? Dang, man. Yeah. Wow, I haven't played in a long time. I'm I'm only level four, and the new patch is coming out. Yeah, it just came out today. I don't know what they patched though. Mm-hmm. Everything seems like um, the same old, same old. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Hey, uh, fellas, we have a show over here. I don't know. Enough, you know. All right. Just a show. It's like totally right they're, here. They're just. <laughs> They're showing solidarity by uh, hugging it out. They're, they're, they're the voice of the people tuning out because there's nothing captivating happening here. <laughs> yeah, so they're finding other things to do. I can multitask. Well, uh, Todd Bernardi, stand up, would you? Uh, let everybody get a look at your handsome mug. Um, spin around once. <laughs> spin around. That. Your mug, sir. Your, your mug. mug. <laughs> your bearded mug. Mug means bearded face. Bearded mug, sir. Um, uh, listen, uh, Todd, how was your week, sir? Why don't you come in here and uh, get on this bad boy mic here and yeah. let me know what's, uh, what's awesome. in here. I got lots of drawing done. The, okay. the comic book's almost completely finished. What comic book is that? Uh, Disco Thunder Groove Disco Bone. Disco Thunder Groove Bone. Yeah. That's it. I called it Thunder Chicken last time. Totally <laughs> messed it up. You weren't paying attention again. Not, I did it twice. I did it wrong twice. I have no idea. And how's that going? It's uh, it's going to be out in time for Christmas, maybe? Wow. I like how everybody's going up with their questions today. It's up speed. And it is, it is up speed. Yeah, maybe it is. Will it be in time for Christmas, Todd? <clears throat> I'm just going to have to wait and see. Wow. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, just, <laughs> check, just check under your tree, man. Just check yeah. under the tree. Um, is this, are, are, we, are we putting to bed this series? Is that it? No, there's going to be one more. Oh, there is one I'm more. I'm setting up... Uh, Setting it up for the big finale in issue four. Well, just to let you know, if they're listening or on Periscope, by the way, uh, Todd Bernardi is an amazing Mm. comic book artist and uh, uh, what we call a comic book writer. You'd be a writer, yes? Sure. And a inker and tracer and a penciler. You can be an inker and a tracer? You can be. Well, it's tough. But you do it all. And you yeah, pro- you produce your own comic. And yeah, listen, for those of you nerds that are watching <laughs> or listening, um, 
Just to let you know, Todd Bernardi outsells Alan Moore. Yeah. Are we going to say that on every podcast yeah. now? Every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Until he outsells Do I have to Drive that joke home. <laughs> He's dressed yeah. like... And in this store. Yeah, in this store. Uh, so check it out, uh, Todd Bernardi. Todd, you watch any movies this week? Uh, no, I wanted to go see Creed. I haven't done it yet. Maybe after the podcast. Oh, good, good. Midnight showing. Oh, good. Midnight showing. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Uh, Professor, uh, Professor Barry is not here, of course. He will be back... <laughs> Um, hopefully next week because he will be here for our special uh, <clears throat> phenomenally cool uh, premiere party for episode 7 come next week can uh, you believe that it's next week already I can't it just believe. hit me today too. isn't that nuts uh, by the way I just kept thinking it's something that's still happening in the years like oh wait no, it right? is almost the end it of the year not Remember, to put the cart before the horse in, uh, in LA they're already waiting in line yeah. Why? Yeah. So am I. Yeah, I'm waiting really? in line right now. But you yeah. know what? Let me say this. Oh, no. Since we yeah. already ripped the bandaid off of that let's one, do, let me say it. this. Twilighters yeah. were doing it way earlier than that. So us Star Wars fans in LA are slacking. Wow. Okay. Because I remember when the last Twilight came out, there's people like weeks ahead of time lining up. Wow. So yeah. Star Wars fans only jumping in a week. It says one of two things: either Star Wars fans have dropped off, mm-hmm. or the last three movies have kind of put a little bit of caution in us. Or Star Wars fans are like. You know, I'm getting a little too old for this stuff. But then again, in retrospect, <laughs> when you think about it, though, this is the first Star Wars movie to come out during the winter. Who the hell wants to be sleeping on a sidewalk? Right. In the middle of, you know, people in LA. Time. Yeah. L- LA, you know, not so bad, maybe, but right. you ain't going to see anybody sleeping on the sidewalks in New York City waiting for <laughs> that movie. Heck no, man. Not happening. But now that we have, now that the, the um, what you call is, is definitely part of the, um, the internet uh, is a thing now, right? Mm-hmm. I would say so. Yeah. I've been on there once or twice. Yeah, um, knowing knowing that the now. internet is a thing, um, there is no real need to stand in line per se beforehand. The day of, yes, but not the not several days before. No, I mean because you already got your tickets. You you got them on well, you know, Fandango.com. It's, it's not just the waiting there in line. Go. It's <laughs> it's the community that goes along Thanks, with it. Tom. You know what I mean? Like people that wait yeah. in line. It's like you know, it's like your tribe. Mm. There's, there's that part of the aspect. Yeah, there's of it. actually a lot there's of a little bit of it. Yeah, with, you know, you know, you're gonna be hanging around with line. a bunch of people. Some people you probably never met before, but you guys all know you love the same thing. Like, I remember, I remember how it was for for Phantom Menace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like dudes were waiting there weeks ahead of time, and they were, they were all partying it up. Really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think people feel screwed from uh, the last uh, three sequels? Like I said, it probably you know it probably took a little bit of the wind out of their sails, even though they still want to sail on that mm-hmm. ship. But at the same time, just you know, when I see Twilighters hanging out weeks ahead of time, and Star Wars is only just now starting. <clears> lines. Good point. Yeah. Well, here's our call to action to the to Maui County. No, 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 no. We don't need to be doing that. Here. <laughs> no, no. We don't right. need to be doing that here. No, not you. I don't need crappy seats when I go see my black box show, sir. Let's well, not help them. Let's not help them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If only there was a place that had a signed seating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can pick exactly what chair you want to sit. Wow. Wow. There is. <laughs> Um, Let me tell you, though, that is a genius idea. Yeah. It, is a genius. Genius. it is a genius idea. I don't like it. it forces you to like know that you don't want to go see some. It forces you to think in advance. I just wish we had an IMAX. That would be nice. Oh, yeah. That would be, that'd be awesome. amazing. Amazing. Hennessy, 
Sir. You're here as well. The sage <laughs> is in the house. And I'm you're here. here. There's a sage. <laughs> you are here in addition to the rest of, of us. Omniverse. <laughs> yes. The man from the Omniverse. Spot 611 if you happen to live in my watching Periscope or listening to us. Um, uh, you can check him out at the uh, Maui Community College Swap Meet every every weekend uh, at the Spot 611 is where he's at. Um, it, of course, is uh, wallets, keychains, and magnets. magnets. Hashtag. Wallace Keychains Magnets, and of course he's got tons of other cool collectibles as well. How's your week going? You watch anything spectacular? Actually, I am caught up with uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., I am caught up with Supergirl, I am caught up with wow. uh, Gotham, Flash, Arrow, so yeah, I'm on a roll. The only Damn, thing I'm man, kind I'm of slacking. Be- the only thing I'm kind of behind on is the dead. I'm still The not- Walking still- Dead. What yeah. the hell is wrong with about you? About every week. But he only just got started on that one, though. That's a lot to do. Yeah, that's true. That is a lot to do. Well, there's like, what, how many episodes are we They're in? They're on season six now. About how many episodes in are we? On this one, it's five, eight. Six? Eight. We finished the mid-season finale already. Eight. So. Oh, eight. Is it eight? It's eight. Oh, it's been eight? episodes a season now? It's, no, no, no. It's 16 episodes a season. Wow. Eight is the mid-season finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't even feel like that. <laughs> that's what he said. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Like, no, you're completely wrong. Anyway, what? <laughs> well, anyway, whatever I was saying was right. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, so, no, Arrow, you're caught up with Flash, you're caught up with everything but The but Walking the Dead. Dead. yes. Wow, wow. You got time now, though. Now you have time. Thank God you got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you got that out of the way. way. Yeah, it's nice. off. It's, it's off not your... coming back to what, February? Yeah, February. February. I'm still waiting. I want to see the Thrones, Game of Thrones. Wow. Really Don't get involved in the Game of Thrones until you finish the date. Are you, how far have you watched any of it? I've watched all of them except for I'm just oh, waiting, okay, for waiting for season oh, six. Right? Oh, okay, you're there waiting you for the return of my man, John Snow. <laughs> oh man, he's not dead. I thought you was yeah, some that's kind right, of a man. dream sequence. Right? right, he just From hides underneath the dumpster. It's the girl. He's right. gonna, wake he's gonna up come back and ride a dragon, and he's gonna yeah. conquer the entire damn. I, don't right, know I gotta catch up with Game of Thrones. I've only watched the first two episodes. Everybody knows John Snow hides underneath the dumpster. Yeah, he pulls himself to safety. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows that. Listen. Let's uh, let's uh, talk to our good friend who quit last week, Gannon, in the house as well. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you're back, though. Quitters um, never win, but they do prosper. The fa- listen, here's the thing, though. For me, the fact is, so is that the fact that you inspired an episode of the show is quite remarkable. No one at this table has done that. I about inspired you. an episode of the show. Yes. Which yeah, one might this be? Ah, well, I, you know, it's called the Nerd Necessities, and oh, because of that you, one. it was an inspiration. You know, know the reason why you quit. The reason. So we really appreciate that. Um, I'm sure you're the only ones, but that's cool. <laughs> good, good. I'm, but I'm glad you're back. Um, how was your week? Or your two weeks? It was it was uh, full of fanfare and merriment. Man, uh, any any merriment that you can share. Or is clean. I well, I saw the Krampus. <laughs> you saw the Krampus. The Krampus. All right. Well, let's. Uh, why don't we do time. this before we get into other news? Let's uh, let's compare notes because I too saw the Krampus, and uh, of course it's uh, directed by Michael Doherty, the man who is the genius behind Trick or Treat. Great screenwriter as well. Uh huh. Wrote the first well. two X Men mm-hmm. and Superman Returns mm-hmm. and various other cool uh, things. Friends, like a uh, friend of Brian Singer as well. Of course, I met him once actually. Did How you meet him? Cool guy, yeah. Oh, I met him cruising around Common Mall. Strangely he enough, he seems like I mean every time I see him, he seems so young. It's ridiculous. He well, you know, he's I think he's almost forty now actually, yeah, but he, he does looks, look very young. Yeah, he looks like he's he got started very early in his career. All right, well, listen, is uh, Krampus for you? Filled with holiday cheer. It, it didn't hit me the same way the trick or treat did. Um, it, it's kind of harder to to wring a horror film out of a out of 
a seasonal holiday like Christmas is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what they tried to pull off was, was very cool, though. I dug it. Um, it. I felt like the movie was just about to cheat you and making you feel like it was a whole dream at the end of it. But it, he actually spun in a different direction where it's actually a darker ending. I like that. Then that yeah. you don't, like, yeah. You're like, oh, it's just a dream. Yeah. But then it turns out it's actually worse than you thought. Yeah. Which I don't want to spoil for anybody. It's actually kind of a cool little it's twist. It's a very to the good end twist to the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it still has a horror ending to it, which I yes. really dug. Cool. Yes. Um, but it, ex- yeah. it does expect you to, if you've never heard of the legend of the Krampus, because the movie's not made up. This thing is like, it's an actual mm-hmm. legend. Yes. So if you don't know about any of this stuff going in, and the movie is definitely targeted to a younger generation. They might just see it on the face value of a movie trying to make Santa Claus seem like a horror character, as opposed to that being the, the actual true legend of the character. Right. So that's the only I thing. really thought it was inventive the way they did the animated sequence. That mm-hmm. was very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he was embracing the tenets of a, of, yeah. of a, of a Christmas film the I, whole way through. I, I think that the first scene, or the first, the very first scene, the credit scene was ingenious and mm-hmm. very very funny. It's 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 funny and sobering all at once, which is so cool. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. Um. So where would you uh, where would you put it on your uh, uh, I guess your scale? I, I want to see it again. To be fair, really? I want to see it again because when I when, when I went to go see it, I went with my girlfriend and her son, and you know it, because he's a kid, he gets scared and kind of takes out a little bit to kind of pay attention to him, and make sure. sure you know he's not getting too freaked out. So I kind of want to go back and see it on my own and to observe why it happened. What did you miss? I didn't. I don't think I missed anything. But usually, if I go see a movie, I. I'll usually go by myself or somebody else that you know Correct. won't really take you out of the whole situation. Got it, got it. But um, you know, I want to give it another shot. As of right now, I'd probably give it a three. Wow, three stars. Uh, I I thought that it was fun. It wasn't what I expected. It almost felt like it could have been a the I guess you could say the spiritual cousin of Trick or Treat. Like you could. It's actually, absolutely meant to be. They yeah. even said that this movie could it could exist in the same universe as Trick or Treat. Yeah, it, it feels which means he's going to do an Easter horror film next. I would imagine. Gotta be. <laughs> you have to. But the thing is, is what that else do you have left? You could have. You could have made Wanda. it. You could have made Good it Valentine's. its own storyline in store in Trick or Treat, and it could have fit. Which is fine. There was a rumor that Sam was going to make a cameo in the film. Really? And I was waiting to see it, but either I missed it or it wasn't there. But I have to say overall that I enjoyed it more than I... There were things that I didn't like about it. I liked I liked the way they, they turned the things. Like I, I liked the fact that you have two very you have two two families that are related, obviously, but two very different families. It felt so Christmas Vacation. It though. did very. It was so Christmas Vacation at the start of that movie. But you know what was different though? But it's it's real. I mean, that's kind of what your family's like right. when, when relatives come over and there's like sibling rivalries and all that. Right, stuff. right. I really thought that that was very cool. And like at the end, it never it, they never overplayed their hand. It wasn't over the top ridiculous. Keckner, David Keckner, who is the the brother in law, could have been a real. Uh, could have been an overblown jackass in the film, but he wasn't. He was. It sounded like he was very real. So I like that, that a lot. That gingerbread men sequence with him was fantastic. It's fantastic, fantastic. Gingerbread men, um, uh, possessed toys, and uh, elves that are freaky as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, is elves are in it? Yeah. Every awesome. all of the tenets of a Christmas film is in that movie. Everything, everything, everything. Snowmen, elves, yeah. even the reindeer, sort of. Sort of. Well, I know, I know. Um, the Krampus, uh, I guess, mythology. Yes. He's got his own little troop of elves yeah. mm-hmm. that are all twisted. And oh yeah. Can I? Can Does I? Does he have the 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 the? I'm gonna say drowning tub. No, they they there was um. It was they they never had that in there because that would have been sick. Right, <laughs> but it was 
what the the direction that they took it was very um it was it was dark but not it could have been darker but of course you're looking at a PG-13 movie so oh, you know, right, yeah, you don't want to push it too totally far on the edge. Right. The thing was is that um, I have to say that the Krampus makeup and the Krampus outfit was uh-huh. pretty good. I have to say that it was – it wasn't what I expected, but mm-hmm. it, it falls along the lines of I can see that being what it is. Uh, I liked it. I really, really it liked it. It was a fun horror film. It was. Cool. It really was. And, and I you think don't see those kinds of movies this day and age at all. Nope, nope, nope. So I'm with you. Krampus gets a three star for me because I, I I really enjoyed the, what was on screen. My favorite thing about the movie coming out though, just just to throw it out there, mm-hmm. it was the number two movie that weekend. Yeah, with its competition being Creed, which is very heavily well reviewed, mm-hmm. and of course, and, and Hunger Games. Correct. So the fact that a horror film did that well, that it even raised the needle that high. I mean, it was never the number one movie, but that kind of a movie being not a spinoff of something and not based on a franchise. Yep. Doing that well is really good for like horror films. From my understanding, it's already made its money back. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's... Well, I mean, it doesn't look like it when you watch that movie. No. But it was made on, on a relatively lower budget than most movies. No, made. it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, uh, but I do recommend it to everybody here. It's not It's not frightening, at, per se. But... You can take your kids, but not the younger kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. take the younger kids to it. But it's 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 you're supposed like to have... Like a 13-year-old? Yeah. You can, there you I go. would say, I mean, even younger than that, I mean, it depends on what their threshold is. Yeah. I mean, you see worse stuff on television. Yeah. You, you, it's if your to kid do. can watch Walking Dead, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. Krampus is nothing. Right, right, right. <clears throat> it's, what's the cool is, once again, one thing about what I like about horror movies is when it builds upon, builds upon a mythology mm-hmm. that you can actually see people following or existing, which would be kind of And cool. with respect, too. Yeah, very, never very much never deviates so. from like, what the mythology was, was no, represented as. Never he didn't use it as a means to an end to tell the story. He really embraced it. Right, he did. Absolutely. It was, uh, was really good. So three stars for me, Krampus. Uh, very cool flick. I totally recommend it. I'd like to... I'd definitely own that. I thought everybody was great. Even Tony Collette, Adam Scott, they were all good. I, I'm actually really hoping it'll still be playing by the time Christmas comes along, because I'd like to go see it on Christmas Day, but cool. something tells me it might not last that yeah, long. Yeah, something years. tells me that there's this other smaller movie coming along. Yeah, I got a funny feeling that good old Star Wars is going to push that boy out if it ain't making it up. Absolutely. Well, gents. Take up all the theaters. Take up all. (laughs) It it kind of is. It kind of is. It's going to be in like all six theaters on the 12 screen multiplex. Great. Well, I can confirm that it won't do that here because there's only, in my opinion, They only have three copies of it that are able to play. Wow, only three? Last time I saw this movie came, if I'm not mistaken, it was like four or five. Yep. They can't, they've, they've only been allotted three. So. Oh, I bet you they had like high expectations on how it was presented, though. I bet you something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's uh, there's some interesting uh, things going. There's interesting things happening um, with the Star Wars universe and with the theaters. I, I think they're. I don't think they're overplaying their hand I think they're just falling right into it so three is I think three is good enough for uh, a small market like us so that works out pretty well uh, speaking of since we're talking about Star Wars um Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> nothing to talk Wars. about but Star Wars <laughs> nothing but Star, Star Wars. Wars well listen uh, Todd if you've got to buy war, <laughs> <laughs> let it be now, Star Wars. You're going to be with us uh, at the Maui uh, at the Maui Mall, right? And you're going to be um, you are going to be at the premiere with us. You, sir, are doing something special. Alika and Hennessy are doing something great. We're, we're going to be putting prize packages together for you guys that evening. But you 
are doing something uh, rather creative as an artist. Lunges. Uh, you are. <laughs> you are. Uh, no? You're. No. You're a creative guy. You're. you're Without good, pants. You're good with your hands. Um, <laughs> he's, at least that's what he's, my, he's better than good at it with his hands. hands. That's right. At least that's what my shoulders tell me. Ladies. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, you are doing a special. Uh, <laughs> you're doing a special Star Wars art piece. I love uh, the focus. That's going to be given away, right? Oh yeah. Oh, all right. You're going to do a special. I'm going to do. I'm going to do maybe two or three. Whoa! Oh, Holy yeah. cow! All right. All right. I got, listen. I, I got one in the bag. I'm going to do an, another one, um, and I'm going to try to get a third out of the sweet out of the chamber. Fantastic! You sir are uh, are a saint and a gentleman and a scholar. So I think I've I'm got also, three new art pieces have, coming home with me. <laughs> I uh, will we'll give away the originals, and then I'm going to try to do uh, signed and numbered prints. Nice. And maybe maybe uh, if there's any interest, sell those. Nice, fantastic. Yeah, bring some stuff to sell if they want. That'd be really cool. Um, so uh, Alinka, yeah, uh, <laughs> could you join us on the show? Wow. Join us What's on the show. On? So listen, um. Uh, you're like, you guys are still doing that nerd watch thing? <laughs> you're, you you got some prizes in store, don't you? Yeah. All right, you got some am stuff. Am I supposed to spoil the surprise right now? Well, you're not supposed to spoil it, I, I, but I am going to say this. Um, spoil there, it. There is, some, <laughs> there, there is some bad news on uh, on the front of Star Wars premiere night. Um, you can't wear a mask. We were, going to oh. give, we were going to give away a bunch of lightsabers. We found some really cool lightsabers that we were going to give away to mm. a bunch of people. Uh, they came really cheap. It would have been fun. Unfortunately, um, those have been barred by the theater, so we will not be giving those out. Oh, I'm not going why, anymore. But why can't you give them out and then just go put them in your car or something? It's well, like, yeah, no, I'm kidding. Dude. They don't want to take. They don't want. They, they, they don't want to take on the expense and then just have people just uh, throw them out or whatever. So I they're not going to give them away. Plus, they don't want to take do the chance. Like, like uh, you know, like one of those umbrella <laughs> things at the front door. Oh, just leave your lightsaber at the door. Lightsaber check. Lightsaber right? check in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what are the little uh, the little doodads and uh, little things that you have that uh, we can expect uh, for well, not lightsabers? To away? Not lightsabers, my not anymore. Well, no. I mean, I've got you know comic packs of the new Shattered Empire, some of the new books. Wow, very cool. Of the ongoing series. Can cool. they bring blasters? <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure that because oh. I mean lightsabers. What that, if they force choke it. somebody? Then what? A lot of focus has been on lightsabers. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Is there's a lot of scoundrels out there. There is quite a few scoundrels out there, sir. <laughs> yeah, nice. I've got one very, one very big special grand prize. Apparently, so. Todd's an actor. Yes. <laughs> I, I, was, I was getting force choked oh. without anybody. Nobody was force choked. <laughs> Somebody yeah. off camera was doing it. Wow. Somebody threw there. Oh, force choked. That Somebody watching. Screw this guy. That is amazing. <laughs> like the guy with the beard. I'm taking him out. <laughs> <laughs> that George Lucas looking mother. <laughs> that does look like George Lucas. You do have a special prize, don't you? A very yes. All right. Very well, well why, you know what you could do. Just show it for the periscope audience. Just show it for all the right. periscope audience. I mean, all right, all right. It's a, you're going to take that. All right, all right. Don't it's a lightsaber that don't, shoots Don't make them sink. Don't make them sick. <laughs> Jeez. It's, like the, uh, it's a lightsaber it's fight. It's the headache part of watching the show. <laughs> oh. You're going to give block. away a, a, a life-size Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> On a Star Wars night? What's wrong with you? 
He's taking you into the closet. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I you mean. You've seen that Millennium Falcon thing wow. there for what, a couple of weeks now? Only now I realize it comes with BB 8. <gasps> yeah. Wow, he's got. Now I realize that. I didn't realize that he has multiples. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. That, that, one, right. and that one's been up there wow, for like a the month. Force Awakens, all right. Yeah. Hey, awesome. uh, how much is 20% off of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 20% only applies to comics. 20% off of this toy is still. Uh, too much for me. Too much for you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, Alika. That is fantastic. Uh, so uh, check it out. Uh, uh, this, uh, I guess you could say two weeks from now, on the 17th at Maui, uh, Maui Mall, the Nerd Watch presents a special presentation of the podcast and prizes and things to give away. Bring your best costume, but don't bring your blasters or your lightsabers. Um, oh, yeah, and leave the face paint home. Can we bring um, bow casters? Because those aren't lightsabers <laughs> no, or blasters. No, what no, if they no. dress up as Boa Fett? Do they have to leave their rocket packs in the car? Uh, they're going to have to. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, why even show up? Well, listen, he's not going <laughs> to. What if it's a wrist-mounted flamethrower? I mean, are they going to check that, too? Nothing you can do about that, either. What if I What if I dress up as Princess Amidala? Wow. With the face paint. They won't let you in. Although the beard... Yeah? The beard will really sell the... That will sell the makeup. You're absolutely right. You have to shave your beard. I yeah. think you'll for probably end up looking more like the bassist from Fish than <laughs> Queen Amidala. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. Anyway, uh, gents... <laughs> what, the, what the heck was that? Super Mario World? Am, am oh, I getting it right? Yes, yes, it is. There it is. All right, now we're, we're back. Uh, anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. Star Wars The Force Awakens, if you're watching. Um, we're going to be having a special Millennium Falcon, possibly, giveaway. It's going to be well, very cool. Possibly. Surprise, man. It's going to happen. I said, po- listen, oh. you, I said possibly. So I just ruined the surprise. You just did. No. Thank you. You just ruined it. Both of you <sighs> just ruined it. Said we, we blew it collectively. We blew it. I'm sorry, Periscope. I know that was supposed to be exclusive to you guys. <laughs> 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 I'm Breach of contract. Now. Totally now breach of contract. I know. All right. Well, listen, uh, guys. Them and the people from Scrooge. <laughs> if you can believe it. <laughs> If you can believe it, too, we only have a few minutes left with our radio audience that listen to us on KAK. Yeah, yeah, we just burned for an hour, barely talked about anything. Barely talked about anything. Isn't that amazing? I, I actually kind of like how we get to the TV shows in the later part, though. I do, too. I kind of do, too. I'm with you on Because TV shows are the lesser medium. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to agree with you like, No, I like, I like the fact that we kind of just talk and uh, just uh, commiserate uh, before we get into all the good Commiserate? Mm-hmm. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't any of that. We were, uh, we were commiserating. That's exactly what we were doing. Um, so, listen, since what we're talking about What did you and your girlfriend Wars, do this weekend? Oh, I commiserated the hell out of that. <laughs> all weekend long. <laughs> Well, um, before we go, let's talk a little bit From more behind. about Star Wars <laughs> because Star Wars is such a big deal right now. December 17th, Maui Mall with the Nerd Watch. We're going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen the story, and those of you listening, I don't know if you heard the story. George Lucas has seen, he's been privy to watching Star Wars Episode 7. So with Yeah, and did you see what Francis Ford Coppola said about him? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> And we're that so that. sad. What that if so, uh, okay. All right, well, listen. That I did you guys not. just yeah, me off. That. No, it's part of the same. It's, right, it's part, part, part of the, the same, same chain thing. of stories. Okay, it is. Because, it is. Yeah. Here's, here's. Let me. Um. Let, let me first give you what Star Wars Episode Seven did for George. Um. Uh, here's his quote. He really liked it. 
He said also said that the fans are really gonna like it. It's the movie that the fans have been waiting for. Oh, is that what he said too? Yeah. He 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 said that through like a representative. Yeah, and like he, he kind later, of admits that he the song. And then the later, later, later on, they directly quote him as saying like, "This is like the the movie. It really is. Like it. Fan written and fan made, basically. It is. J.J. Abrams, Lawrence. Oh well, yeah, they yeah. they very publicly stated they threw out almost <laughs> everything that he came up with for what the next three episodes would be. They threw out mm-hmm. almost everything. They did. Uh, but uh, he likes it. He said he liked it a lot. Um, uh, he said in a recent interview, the director has called his relationship to the franchise a divorce and said his involvement in the new film would probably ruin a vision. But after seeing it, he said he really liked it. So uh, good on him. Maybe it's uh, time that he divorced himself from the project. Um, and funny enough, we bring that up, his partner, friend, and independent filmmaker, we talked about this while you were gone too, Gannon, independent filmmaker Francis Ford Coppola, uh, said that George Lucas's involvement in Star Wars was a pity. That's what he said as a quote. He said that he, he got, thought he could have moved on beyond. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he kind of got, he got hung up. He and got, that was his life. he got, to, he was quagmired. He was put in a quagmire. He's not Wars. wrong though. No, he's not. To be completely, to be completely honest about it, because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, if you think, if you think about it, George Lucas only really stuck with it because that's where the money was. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he he said a lot that he wanted to pursue other kinds of films. Mm-hmm. Just. Nobody was going to give him the money to make anything else. Well, Francis Ford Coppola even said that he helped finance THX eleven thirty. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, so I, I can kind of see from Francis Ford Coppola's perspective that, it, except that when he did do something on his own after mm-hmm. Star Wars Red Tails, nobody went. Nobody did go. He like went. he just kind of seemed to casually forget that Tuskegee Airmen were already had a movie. They that, did. That was very well liked and, and respected already. Right. And, and you had to make What's funny is that Red Tails felt like a. Um, and, and this is so funny, it is, but Red Tails felt like a fantasy portrait of the Tuskegee Airmen. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it was like, maybe a little bit too Yeah, but now you talk about that, there's two new movies about the T- Tuskegee Airmen since then that were actually Yeah, like, they're making a lot of movies so it's about not, it. His, it's not his choice of subject matter that really was not that great. He always said he wanted to tell that story, even before he yeah. made the prequels. I, I, I remember very vividly he wrote, he, he would talk about wanting to make a movie about that. Right, and uh, the funny mm-hmm. thing is, is that George didn't even direct that movie. He just, yeah. he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And put it on the screen. I don't even think he completely wrote it. I think no, he co-wrote he, he, he it. No, he co-wrote it. Yeah, and then he, I think he financed uh, a lot of it. He's good at collaboration. He's good at creating ideas. Yep. He just can't flesh them out very well yeah, because yeah. the strongest Star Wars ever was, is when somebody else showed up and took the reins of writing it or directing it. He's good at coming up with the ideas, but executing them is where he has. I mean, in in the writing and the directing. That's how that the, he, he knows the, what he does with everything else, though. He's a genius with everything else. In that respect, George and Lucas and I are alike. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, insane. Um, well, you can't be rock a, a beer like Listen, you can. I got a lot of great ideas. This uh, this uh, Maui Mall uh, uh, premiere party is going to be a disaster. <laughs> so it is. It is. It is. It's a good thing we're not the main attraction. That's right. <laughs> if you're showing up for us, folks. Yeah. We have Stay all these home. great ideas, but this is going to be a disaster. No, I'm just kidding. But um, George Lucas, um, this I, is going to be our red tails. This is <laughs> Bernardi. With that comment, I, once again, I know why you're here, and I like. How I just want to know here. which one of us is Jar Jar. Uh, well, mm-hmm. right. Um, I ain't going to take that. Do you? I'll be Anakin before I'll be Jar Jar. Here's my question. Would my question is: <laughs> yes. Yes, he would be. He totally would be. I would totally be an Ewok, sir. Yeah, he would. Mm-hmm. He would. Okay, here's my question to all, to, to all of you. All right, um, uh, Hennessy, sir, Todd, get up here. I need you on this mic. I need you to make love to this thing. Kiss it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Alika, 
I need your opinion on this as well. And I, I this may be controversial. Well, apparently, we're going to do this this, this, this is, answer in acapella. This is controversial. <laughs> this is very controversial. <laughs> oh, uh, crap. It has to do with George Lucas. And I just asked this because do you think George Lucas says that he really liked it as a political play? Because I don't think he did. Well, what stake would he have to do it? Does he still have a cut of the he, merchandise? I think that would be incredibly petty for him to say he there's, didn't like it, even if he didn't like there's it. There's no reason like for him to say just, anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's, I mean, he, he gains nothing from saying anything positive or negative. Right. I don't know why he even said anything at all. It, he didn't mean I, to. I, I, think, I think them releasing that statement is... Their plea to get you to go see the movie, like, look, even the creator of Star Wars still mm, like That's it. what that was. But yes. in terms of in terms of him saying that, he has there's no reason for him to say good or bad what he thought right. of it. But I guarantee you, if he didn't like it, he wouldn't be. You know, they yeah. wouldn't be circulating that very very much. That's if he true. said it, it would have been behind closed doors and be like, yeah, George saw it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. That's all yeah, we're going to tell you. That's all we're going to tell you. There could have been a lot more pod racing. But yeah. the other thing of it is, though, <laughs> him saying that this is the movie the fans want to see. Oh yeah. In its own way, it could be kind of an underhanded sting back it, as well. It though, could be because he, you know, he had a love hate relationship with his own fans. Hennessy, you and George Lucas are sages. Um, so, what, <laughs> what, what do you think his uh, mindset? Stunning is Stunning and beards. Yeah. Well, I, I, like I said last time, I think I am kind of bummed that Lucas isn't a part of it. Of because, course, I, I am mean, too. It's such a a spanning series. It's and, a saga. Yeah, over generations, and you know, so many people like it and love mm-hmm, it, and mm-hmm. I can't disassociate him from the franchise. Can't disassociate the GL, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it better. W- Green Lantern, knowing that he was <laughs> part of it. Yeah, he no, created no, it. I mean, yeah, it all right. came from him. Without him, we'd all be watching Star Trek. You know? Oh, and actually, thank goodness! What I would like to see—you make Star Trek sound like an insult, sir. Well, I would like Isn't to it? see George <laughs> no. Lucas do a Star Trek movie. Now, could you guys roll with that? You know what's funny? I think that I could roll with that. JJ could go either way. Why can't right. Lucas do a Star Trek movie? Kind of switch it up a little <laughs> bit. Not? Yeah, and it would be this time. It would be the, genre, the Kirk you know? family saga. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Kirk. I am your father. <laughs> Hey, he got sucked into the black hole, or whatever. You know, actually, we saw him die. That's true. I would rather see. Interesting. I'd rather see George Lucas go back to what he was doing. He was doing stuff like American Graffiti. Um, that, yeah. well, those are the, American Graffiti and THX 1138 are the two movies that Francis Ford Coppola said that were what George was about. Yeah. And those are two great movies. By he the was way. very rebellious yeah. at the start of his career. Absolutely, you don't really see him that way. No, because. You look at him as the empire now. He's this guy that amassed all this wealth and these you know, the guys created that, all this stuff. But these are the guys that left Hollywood, USC, right? Mm-hmm. Left Hollywood, mm-hmm. go went to San Francisco to start American Zoetrope, and they made movies out of a trailer that they bought. Yeah, they were very rebellious when they started. Amazing, off. all those guys were. They were amazing. Yeah. And it wasn't like they were doing digital stuff. Mm-hmm. They had to buy celluloid. They had to buy the cameras. They had to buy all this stuff. Very right. self-made men, those guys. Very much so. And that's why I... For, it's I just mean, a shame that one's known more for selling man. action figures, the other one's known more for selling wine. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> when it's all said and done, that's what those two are most known for now. Would you like to know something interesting? Uh, just because I like to... But, sh- but to say, to be honest, that for, that France for Cobra wine is actually pretty good. I'm, I'm not a drinker, so I don't know what it wine's supposed to taste like. No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> comes with a nice classy bottle that says Coppola on it. <laughs> Would you like to know something interesting? A little bit of trivia for those of you watching and listening. George Lucas collaborated with Francis Ford Coppola on a movie. Would you like to know what movie that is? Red Tails. 
No? No. Oh. It was Apocalypse Now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. George sure. Lucas collaborated with him. And Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, you spot the TIE Fighters at the Mayan Temple? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. How silly of me. <laughs> <laughs> and no matter how and no matter how hard George tried to push for uh, Yoda to be the sacrifice at yeah. the, end, the ending, as they were winding through the jungle, I'm like, I'm getting a strange feeling here. Are we on Dagobah or what? <laughs> I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, for Francis Ford Coppola isn't wrong, but um, you know, you have to admit though, Francis Ford Coppola has. He also has his um, cross to bear, and that, of course, is the Godfather series. He's got his cross to bear as well. But then again, he only made three movies. He learned his lesson, too, Godfather 3. Mm-hmm. Granted, if your third film is Godfather 3, you're, you're still getting off pretty good. I, I have to tell you, I but think But when that, you look at the three in mm-hmm. one breath, most people still are like, all right, Godfather 2 is where it's at. Three I love, didn't really you know, need people to didn't exist. know he was going to... Rename them Godfather Four, Five, and Six. Yeah, the prequel trilogy. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He could have easily done that too. Maybe like, saw what happened to his buddy George. He was I, like, yeah. I oh. could have done that easily. We'll just stop it at three. I love the Godfather series, and I think that Godfather Three is sorely underrated. I think if you watch them in a row, you see where the story was. A lot of people were disconnected because how long it took between Godfather Two and Three. When you watch them, when you watch them closer together, you realize how close they actually are. And I actually enjoy Three a lot. I'm very surprised, and it's the shortest one. So anyway, I'm well, once you make that huge impact, people get a little worried that you can't hit that mark again. True, that's good point. the whole thing. I mean, God. look at Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. There's nothing right. really wrong with Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. but it doesn't hit you what Dark Knight did. Look, just like right. Todd Bernardi's right, masterpiece. Dark again. Huh? Disco you Thunder Groovebone. Right? No, 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 I'm yeah. talking about the movies. Yeah. Really? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, Dark Knight Rises. You yeah, did yeah. it. I did it. It's Disco Thunder Groovebone. All right, just checking. Just like his, it's like his. Yeah, it's his it's like it. yeah. yeah, you know that's what it is. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna change it to Disco Thunder Groove Bone Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. And then have like 20 variant covers. For first issue. Listen, hollow foil no, cover. Gonna be that's all I ever want. I just want another hollow foil cover. That's all I want. It's been 20, 25 years. Poly bag. Poly bag. I want the, the whole nine with the sticker in it. I want that. Somebody bring that back. Damn it. I want that and so bad. Tank the industry again, <laughs> please. I don't know, man. It's still here. It's, yeah, it's still please. soldiers on. It's still here. Yeah, it is. It's still soldiers it didn't on. Didn't kill it. Speaking of soldiering on, this yeah, store just, stores, just like crippled it. This store soldiers on uh, for the good of the comic book people. You can't even um, give away Chromium cover edition books right now. That's true. <laughs> well, it's Superman eighty two, I think it was. That it, you can't even give that book away. Now. Point taken. Point I'll taken. Take that. You'll find that stuff in the dollar bin. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Jen. So uh, it's time for us to say goodbye to our radio audience. Don't go anywhere if you listen audience. to the bye. podcast. We've got more stuff coming. We're going to be talking about um, bye, bye. the latest in The Walking Dead. The latest of Ash versus the Evil Dead is coming up as well. Oh, and before I forget, um, not before I forget, no. I was asked to do a shout out last week and I didn't, and I'm going to do it this week at the very end of the radio program. Big shout out to uh, 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 a guy who listens to the show. His name. his name is Eugene. Oh, Eugene is his name, and he listens to the show. Um, and I told him I'd give him a shout out last week, and I want to tell him he plays um, uh, Losers of Legend or Legion of Losers, as I like to call it. Um, the hell is that? LOL. Uh, League of Legends is so he plays it. I always make fun he of plays him. Plays League, yeah, and I always make fun of him about well, it. Nothing's so wrong I, with that. League you know, is a good game. League, league, well, every, uh, but I always make fun of him. League of Losers. 
I always make fun of him about it. So, you know, and I always, why are you nerd hating on other nerds? Because I, I nothing sadder than a selfie. Yeah, nerd that's hate. right. You know why? <laughs> I, I do it because I like Eugene. So he wanted me to say that. By Sometimes the way. you hate in others, but you hate in yourself. That's right. <laughs> but he doesn't play league. <laughs> no, <but> he, <laughs> he specifically asked me, to, "Can you give me a shout out to League of Losers?" And I was like, "Okay, fine." I'll he asked it. for it. Yeah. Asked for it. Wow. I was like, "Okay, good." There you go, Eugene. <laughs> you, you asked go. for it on the radio you too. Got the shout out, and uh, you got a holler out uh, from the Nerdwatch crew. So tell your mom you're gonna be on the radio. Thanks for listening, <laughs> Eugene. Tell LOL. Your <laughs> LOL. Tell your mom I said hi. Yeah. <laughs> We're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up, uh, whew, if this is if, if if my predictions are correct, next week when we meet again, three we hour will show. Be, we will be <laughs> we will be three days away. From Star Wars Episode Seven. You need a calendar. Why is that a prediction? I. I <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because of the quantum nature of time. Oh, okay. You don't know a week from now. We'll You've be been watching a, a lot of the Flash. First of all, you have not been watching Star Wars, have you? It is a galaxy. It's in a galaxy far, far away, a long time ago. So yeah. therefore, we don't know where we were going to be in the space-time continuum. We don't know. Or which farm boys are involved? Correct. And uh, yeah, for crying mm-hmm. out loud, oh, we don't know any of that. So uh, next week, I cannot believe it, three days away from Star Wars Episode 7. Uh, I hope you guys are going to be there with the Nerd Watch. Uh, we've got uh, uh, fun stuff in store for you. Bring we've us food. Bring food. Max's bring is Bring uh, us food. Here's the thing. Max's is going to be there. You are more than welcome to bring any one of us or all, all of us. All of you guys named Max, yeah. bring us food. Listen, anybody out there that wants to bring the Nerd, Nerd Watch crew Max's Filipino food, uh, which just... Whoa, I'll take so pizza. Awesome. A pizza's great. I'm good with pizza. Listen, we're down with that too. It'd be fantastic. Bring us Komoda donuts. Komoda donuts. Oh, Komoda donuts. Komoda donuts. Yeah. And if not that, dynamite yeah. donuts. So we will see you guys in just a few. I guess in a week now. Over a week. A little over a week now. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time with you guys, and uh, we're going to be showing you a special presentation, courtesy of the Nerd Watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're out of time. You can follow us on uh, the Nerdwatch Facebooks at facebook.com slash nerdwatch. You can follow us at Twitter at the Nerdwatch Nation. That's how you got your Periscope, by the way. That's how you got your Periscope uh, alert is from uh, uh, the Twitters. And, of course, you can uh, follow us on Instagram at the underscore Nerdwatch. So, uh, until... Next we week, radio. Yeah, I know. Hardly ever. I want you. Listen, I'm going to give you guys free reign over that. Log into it. Take pictures of it. Do whatever you want with it. Uh, I am. I am bad at taking of pictures. What? what are we doing? The Instagram. I'm going to give oh. you guys the code to the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> That's have... a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> we should you give silence, Sean. You guys right? can. You guys can have it. All, all day lunges. All, all yep. day lunges. Just hit with a Star Wars X for your lunge. <laughs> so. <laughs> So for Hennessy, for uh, the one and only Pasta King, hashtag Pasta King, Tom Bernardo, or more known more or better as Todd Bernardi. Only by his family. That's right. Format <laughs> is in the house as well. And, of course, a big shout-out to Alika. And, of course, Gannon, who is back. Yay! I am G. Marty. Peace out. Much love. And most assuredly, always stay nerdy. If you listen to the podcast, don't go anywhere. And we'll see you next week right here on the Nerd Watch. Until then, aloha. All right, gents. Here we are. Strap in. Second week or second hour of the podcast. Go get those pillows. All right. We're back. Okay. Now, now it's time to talk about a couple of interesting things that have uh, transpired in the in the universe, in the uh, television universe. Um, 
<laughs> There's nope. a couple of things I wanted to talk about. First off, I wanted to talk about the fact that now that Walking Dead is gone, we can concentrate on a couple other shows. Um, yeah, it's been canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, one show, what's funny is the one show we have not talked about at all for the last, what, three weeks now? Heroes Reborn, and that's still going. Um, anybody been keeping up? Nope. I've never even seen I stopped. It. Okay, that's what I thought. I stopped after a while because it wasn't going anywhere. Wow. I don't know where it's at now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I imagine it's probably still where it was at episode one, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, HRG is just running around trying to figure mm-hmm. out what happened. Oddly enough, kind of like this show. I'm going <laughs> anywhere. Anyway, so uh, don't watch it. Is that what we're saying? Watch it if it's your thing, but uh, I'm, I watched I'm the not s- digging it. I watched the second season. Did you guys, did you watch the second season? Yeah, I, I saw yeah. all of it. It was short, but it was good. Yeah, it was. It was actually ramping up pretty good, and then boom, writer strike. I think that that's what hurt that franchise too. Yeah, yeah, it did. The like, writer strike. I think that if that hadn't happened, we would have had a lot more heroes reborn. It's true. It's a good point. My only gripe about heroes um, as a franchise was the fact that none of them became heroes. Yeah. I wanted costumes. No one officially became a hero. You're no. Right. Other Everyone than... just, I got powers today. Oh. <laughs> and then they gripe and, and moan about mm-hmm. about what's going on. The only, tr- the only the only one that truly became a hero, or is a hero, is Hero. That's him. That's his name. That's who he is. So, uh, yeah, and he doesn't even really birth. have a power. That doesn't really count. Yeah, it's not even a power. It's just kind of, it's not even like a superpower. But, uh, yeah. So, um, Heroes Reborn. He travels in time. Is that a power though? I mean, is that? I mean, is it? No, but I mean, like, it can stop time. without a device. It absolutely is. <laughs> oh, okay. If right. I could do that right now, you'd definitely think that was a power. Uh, now, if right. I had to build a contraption, you'd be like, "That's a scientist." <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Huge Point taken. difference. All right. All right. So now, heroes are born. Not a thing. Supergirl. All right. Definitely a thing. It is ramping up. Um, ironically enough, not ramping up to the point of where we are getting. Uh, it's 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 kind of tapering off as far as audience goes. I think it's found its audience. It's not gaining anymore, but it's losing a little bit of it. Um, it looks like it's going pretty good right now. Matter of fact, from my understanding, Martian Manhunter is supposed to make an appearance. He already he did. Did he? The last episode. Holy crap! No, that was Red Tornado. No. no. On. The one that was the week then before. You're not caught up. Then you're not, you're caught, not caught, up. caught up. I actually missed one. That was no. a big deal. This oh, it was a huge deal. Red Tornado was the, the last one. I, I thought. Okay, it was he looked cool too. Did he? He looked real. Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't even watch the episode. I just saw a screen cap of it. And oh, it looked awesome. Martian Manhunter. You know what that mm. means? Kinda, it's kind of how I would have wanted to look in the movie. Oh, that means we're gonna have kind of make stuff for that horrible Red Tornado to me too. It was a terrible Red yeah, Tornado. Yeah, okay, the Red right, Tornado. Sorry, I gotta watch this. All right, Martian, Martian Man. Did he play a pivotal role? Does anybody know? Is he kind of a? Well, spoiler territory. It just turns out that that's who Hank Henshaw was. Yeah. Oh, dang it! All right, fine. it does kind of suck because it removes Hank Henshaw's character what he becomes later. Yeah. Again, it's from I've read. I haven't actually watched the episode, but um, the fact that it wasn't John Jones. But I mean, if you say it's John Jones, you're telegraphing that reveal. Right, right, that, right. That's probably why they went that way. So that was surprising. I do like the way they they presented it though, because um, the the baddie um, goes on to mention like, oh, you know, I'm going to kill your family and da 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 da, and he's like, I I don't have anyone left. There is no one. He's talking about yeah. Jem when Jem is talking. To him? Yeah, yeah. And then he's uh, later on 
with the actual reveal, he says, I'm the last son of Mars. And you're just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you already, yeah, you know by then. Wow. wow. It's kind of cool, though. He finally got his due in, in the medium other than you know, right, cartoons exactly. and comics. Cause well, in the cartoons, just, he was like, you're just, he's the best, yeah. one of the best characters. But I was just never convinced we were going to get to see him in a movie, at least not anytime soon. And he's a hard guy to present, like, even when they were showing him in the show, like, his invisible, yeah. you know, powers mm-hmm. and also, like, he has a lot of compl- complicated powers and, yeah. like, how to show, like, his... Like, they don't show him morphing into, um, what is his well, name, Hank? Yeah. yeah Hank they don't show him morphing back into Hank, but they just, you know, they do a cut and he's Hank again, you know what I mean? But f- more he's than got that, powers like, to show. if you start putting him into the movies, you start taking away, like, in the movie atmosphere, you kind of take away from how special Superman is, the, the more you start filling the universe up with characters that are on his level. Right, right, right. So for the exactly. movies, I can kind of see why they hold back on putting too many of them up front, at least not right Especially now. when the premise has to do with Superman's godlike. Exactly. So like once you start putting Martian Manhunter in there, or if you, let's say you had Supergirl in the mix or any of those guys, you start removing how cool Superman is <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to balance it out once Shazam shows up. But that'll mm-hmm. be fast. But again, that's too. also kind yeah, of disappointing because didn't they aren't they like saying the TV and the movie worlds are separate for DC? That means they're we're not absolutely get, separate. But that means right. we're not going to get Martian Manhunter in the movie. It's even worse because Supergirl's separate Martian from Flash. Yeah, or I'm different Martian. It's, yeah, but yeah, it's even worse than that because Supergirl's separate from Flash and Green Arrow, and then that's separate from Gotham. So none, none of those intermingle at all. Sure. Yeah. Well, Gotham even is supposed to be in the distant past anyway. It, wow. Yeah, but there is even if you hinted at Queen Industries in Gotham, it'll never mean the Queen Industries you see in in the, in the Arrow show. Right. It doesn't mean any of that. That's the and, you know, this is kind of a mind. frustration of mine because, you know, it's easy to say, I wish I lived back in the Silver Age of comics when there was continuity and, yeah. you know, they're building the story and you're reading the story in live time and why can't we have a story like that that works yeah. like that anymore? Mm-hmm. It's But it's just like, there's the whole other flip side of the coin, which is embrace the multiverse. Everything's part of a multiverse. You could be reading a comic, the guy's walking down the street. It's a different damn universe than this comic that's printed in the same month. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool, though. It's hard. It's hard to follow, but for people who kind of have a yearning for continuity to make the stories more real in their mind, it's hard for them to imagine that everything's a multiverse. But you also have to know how far this is going to go. That's right. How long? No, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Because it's one thing to say you want to have all this continuity in the films, but you'll never know for sure if you're going to be able to hold all those actors to these parts for right. as long as you. And like continuity to. is cumbersome. Mm. It's for really movies hard. because yeah. the you can already feel the heaviness in the Marvel movies mm-hmm. with with the continuity there. And the thing is, some of the continuity is very fragile because you're presenting these complex storylines with very like brief periods of time and very short expositions, mm-hmm. and you lose a lot. And so it's it's yeah, it's a, it's. It's heavy, but it's fragile. It's same. There's not a lot of good stuff in there. And, and again, you keep running into the same problem that I always say. Once you do the Avengers movie, anytime they're off in their, in their individual adventures, you have to tell a story that's big enough for that character... But isn't so big that you're going to need the rest of them. That's, right. that's what I exactly. said. That, it's, so it's like once you do a big movie like that, you now have to figure out how to make an individual movie where those other guys. You have to create excuses why they're either not there right. or you you've got to make them, it so you've got to write away for them to be a well, part. Well, like, yeah. like I said earlier, in the internet has changed the way the Avengers communicate. It's not like they're halfway around the world and don't hear anything until the next day. Yeah, right. they're on their cell phone. They're right? on their cell phone. So it's not, they have to come up with some kind of way to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm in total agreement with you guys. Boy, we got kind of deep on that. That was really good. Good job. 
Nice work, gentlemen. Nice work. Funny enough, why didn't why, we didn't ask the guy who actually writes comics how he feels about continuity? Oh yeah, what do you do we really? care? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I I like continuity. I'm sure you do. Okay. <laughs> Each issue of this comic we takes place continuity. in a different universe. A different universe. So, so what's your, what, what, what is your take on that? Because that is a big deal when it comes to crossing universes, when it comes to a continuity storyline. What do you like? Will we see, will we see um, Disco Thunder, Groovebone, crossing over with Machete Elvis? Is that what's going to happen? Could happen. Oh, by the way, those are those are comics written by Todd Bernardi. That guy right there. Okay, right Hi. here. This guy. That guy right there. Hi, guy. <laughs> Hello. So what is your George, uh, the nineteen seventies George Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you oh, think? Man. Do you do that's you think that's what he was good? That's, though. that's the good one. Good. Yeah. I was, yeah. Do you think uh, that Alika's words ring true? Being the uh, comic book uh, <laughs> the only one guy, among us that actually works in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he works in the industry. Do yeah, you think he's correct? Yeah. I walk by the industry every now. Yeah. He facilitates the industry. Yeah, see, there you go. Um, I think it's a hard thing to translate to movies for sure. Um, I think that it would be a lot easier in television. Um, and I think that DC is kind of messing up by not doing it. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of uh, DC's fans really like the continuity that happens with the superheroes in their universe. It's fun yeah. to see the Flash and Arrow yeah. and all those guys mixing it up. Mm-hmm. And the, and everybody loves it. Everybody yeah. who's a fan of those shows and I mean, those the, characters really like The it. Legends of Tomorrow crossovers. Yeah. I was even cynical about them. I was like, this isn't going to be that good. And it's good. They it's were good. good. Yeah. Yeah. It it was good. I watched them. Yeah. I can't get past that title. Did huh? you not watch it? Yeah, what? Happened. Yeah. So there were two episodes: the Flash and the Arrow. The last episode. Yeah, I of the saw Flash. the crossover of those two. Yeah. That, for someone who's caught up, he sure is missing out on a lot. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, no, no! I thought you were saying that it's already came out. Yeah. The crossover already. It came happened out. already. No, no, I mean, I mean, the Legend of Tomorrow premiere. As in the show. No, yeah. no, yeah. That's no, no, no that hasn't happened yet. No. You're right. like, yeah, You're I'm right. definitely out. In of the future, now. that will have happened. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Good save format. Thank you. Nice save. Right. You know what's funny is that you can listen to these podcasting at any time, and yes, it already has happened. So yeah, so we're all right. <laughs> time means nothing on this on this pod. Nothing. Yeah, so we're <laughs> they send these pods into the void of time. <laughs> in the void of time. <laughs> this is long beyond human extinction. The Nerdwatch podcast will exist in some form. Correct. True. That's True. right. Uh, so gleep glop gloop glorp <laughs> to the overlords of the future. <laughs> bah, weep grana weep mini bong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All hail the hive queen. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking nerds, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, another another television show I'd like to talk about: um, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Um, it is a show that I think very few of you are watching, except for one guy that I know, other than myself. Um, have you watched it at all, Todd? Not yet. Fantasy? No, no that's sir. right, because you already told us what, what he Tell was Tell me, you've on. caught up. I yeah. haven't. I've been trying to install oh, it. Lord, son of a gun. All right, well. Ash vs. the Evil Dead, for those of you that are horror freaks and geeks like us, um, is an amazingly fun show. Gannon, since you are our, our horror aficionado, uh, I've seen what is the picture your... of that mech hand, though. What is... That makes me just need to. Need I'm to not so a lot about what? it. What? I like so it. a lot about it. But, but here's why. Okay. Um, it had nothing to do with this week's episode. Okay, it's not okay. a chainsaw. But the Get previous week's episode. <laughs> no, no, no. What no. if it transformed wow. into a chainsaw? The thing of it is, is that the previous week's episode, the two people that he's running with, the uh, Mexican guy, Pablo, Pablo and then and, the girl's um, name is. They were. I never remember her name. Anyway, he creates that glove. Sure. Right. 
which I already had a problem with because it, it's hard enough to believe that this guy that basically works at a Walmart can create a mechanical glove in the medieval uh, times. Working in the first mechanical place. prosthetic. But yeah. you roll with it because it's Ash. But once someone else can do it, yeah. and it goes back to what I said before, once you can make somebody else as cool as your hero, it kind of takes away a little bit how cool that guy was now. That doesn't make kind of sense. Because I, I was actually in Alika's camp with that. You, you are making a good point. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, like the fact, I mean, the fact that another bumbling idiot that's just like, who's just a follower of the original bumbling idiot is the guy that makes the glove for him. It takes away a little bit of how cool Ash is a little. And it's a mechanical robotic glove, too, that apparently has other Now I'm mad at the glove, too, again. Yeah. (laughs) Good point, though. Not mad at it, I'm just like. No, no, no. I'm too happy how it got there. I hate the glove. But he does does exactly what I always felt he should do, even in Even Army Darts, where he can switch between the two. Right. Because he does switch back to the chainsaw. And oh, so then what do you think? Should I? Wow! I'm not against the robot glove. Just how the robot glove <laughs> came into yeah. being. The robot glove should transform into a chainsaw. That's right. Like if Ash is the one that created the robot glove, I'd be like, all right, that's what he does. He knows and there's do one thing, thing that Ash should do with that glove is smell the glove. That's oh, don't smell do. the glove. That's, that's your reach. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, what? listen, that was a deep pull, though. It Come was. on. Would you, think the show, would you think the show is jumping the shark if each of the little fingers on the glove became chainsaws? No. <laughs> that, would be actually be, that would actually okay. be impressive, right. yeah. That would be dope. Be right, really but if they steal thing. my idea, they have to pay me, right? It, it would be really hard it's to pay me. It's on there. It's officially on there. It would be really hard to flirt with chicks, though, after that. Yeah. You know what I'm but ironically, in, in the last, in this most recent episode, he starts hitting on a chick at a diner, and he's talking about his robot glove and how he got all that kind of stuff. Oh, again. look at him! Yeah. Dang, yeah. man, hitting up on chicks that are half his age, less than half his age. Well, here, speaking of chicks, uh, not to change the subject, but mm-hmm. if we're going to be doing this on Periscope, we're probably going to have to have a woman parading around in the background. Because cleavage I mean, hanging out. No one's gonna because really want to watch that. I'm just thinking to myself. <laughs> you need to objectify at least one woman. Have to to be worth yeah, anything. Why don't you go talk to your suicide girl? <laughs> no, right? Since you guys well, are all buddies. We have the suicide girls do like a co thing. Oh, no, yes. we actually have a lot of female comic fans that would. Do we come in and not be objectified and actually? Could talk they parade with us. around in a hot bikini? I don't know. Oh. I, I'm sure if you do it, <laughs> Just they would be open to it. What if we wore the bikinis? Yeah. All right, I'd be down yeah. if they Look, wear the bikinis too. We gotta be imaginative. All right, we all right. Show right. people what the intention. All right, well, what, what, after we Star Wars, okay. Okay. Head. All right, go ahead. We do themes. First theme, we do speedos. Wow. Banana hammocks. That's Banana a hard hammocks. sell, guys. I don't know if I'll let you. <laughs> know. I don't know what you're worried about. You're the skin, you're the skinny one amongst us. Hey, that's you know, true. You are. You know, once you unleash the cabbage, nobody's really paying attention upstairs. I love it how it's the cabbage. It's freaking awesome. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, getting back to center. Ash vs. the Evil Dead. You should definitely be checking it out if you have not. Uh, anyway, um, interesting. Uh, more more news uh, as far as as far as television shows. Everybody here at this at this store catches up with the Flash every time we're here. Uh, Flash you is catch up with the last five minutes of it. Oh my gosh, Flash is I'm here. Here in Flash is here, <laughs> and uh, it's doing a good job. Pretty darn good job. Mark, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill makes an appearance yet again. Actually, I was going to say this while we we're watching it. Doesn't he look a little slimmer mm-hmm. from his uh, original appearance at the beginning of the season? Yeah. Well, he, he does. He had to trim up for Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's did. what I'm saying. Is like you can see the work he had to do for it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. He did. He looks good though. I mean, which, oh, by yeah. the way, does a sidetrack. Carrie Fisher. 
uh, just did an interview about Force Awakens. About they, the slave bikini controversy? They, no, not that. But they, well, that was she's part of it. still whining about that. No, no she's, she's not. 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 She's not. She's defending it. But the uh, the point being is that uh, the, the person's interviewing her is this young, attractive, blonde chick. And she starts basically trying to walk around the, the, the topic of asking her if she lost weight for the part. And Carrie Fisher, in typical awesome Carrie Fisher, is yeah, just like, blunt I out. just think that's a stupid conversation to have. Yeah, <laughs> and you just see this lady. You just see the poor look on this woman's face, not knowing how to navigate her way out of that one. Yep, it's yeah. just so awesome. Carrie yeah. Fisher's yeah. so dope. She is. I've loved her more since Star Wars than when she was in Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. She is awesome. I completely agree with you. Mm. Well, uh, you know, gents, um, we have we have confirmation now. Uh, speaking of TV, um, let's let's get off of what's currently on television, uh, and let's talk about what's going to be coming to television. Iron Fist. Netflix and TV. Nice. Iron Fist has got a shelf of showrunner. Uh, it's going to happen. Like, for realsies. If it's not Scott Atkins, it's they, not. They're, already, they're already behind the... They're, you know. It's a Scott. A hey, Scott. It's a Scott. No, no, no. I mean, playing Iron Fist. Oh, playing Iron That's true. That's a good point. Uh, Scott so, Atkins is a perfect choice for Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did they already make the choice? No, I don't think oh. so. I don't think they did. Um, not that they have a showrunner, they're in the process, but how, I don't think they have anybody. How much yet. you want to bet that 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 uh, the Iron Fist is going to be an Asian guy? Is Rand an Asian guy in, in the book? I'm not that. I'm not. That I am not either. But I do know. But like I said, I do know. No, he's not. He's not right. No. That's no. Not Daniel Rand is blonde hair, blue Isn't that his name? Guy. That's Daniel what Rand. I thought too. No. Right. I'm not familiar enough with Iron Fist. So yeah, he's a white I, dude. He's a white dude, right? I want to say he is, but I don't want to sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you I know they're racist. No, I don't want to well, sound. Jump out and be racist. I don't want to sound. He's a white dude. Double reverse racist. Oh, don't Times reverse. Nine. Double reverse. <laughs> what the? Double That's reverse. where you go all the way back around that you're racist again. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing: is that I think that they're going to change it up, and it's probably going to be an Asian guy. I, I think just because of all on the what war. basis do you make that can determination? I, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can, can, let me explain. <laughs> because let me the martial arts community, I'm waiting. Obviously, all Chinese. No, right? I, I think it's because the political erupt. The political correctness that we currently, the, the climate that we live in, that seems to be the case. And it just seems to be happening. Okay, a lot. but that's the case. Why okay. not have Iron Fist be a black woman then? I, you know, but here's the thing. That's true. <laughs> that, but that's where we're going. But that's the thing. It's like it's like um, I don't know. And this is completely off subject, but kind of on the same on the same wavelength. Pirelli Tires did a um, you know those are the guys that do the the, the hot chicks that uh, lean on cars with their tires. Uh, not calendar. familiar. Okay, the Pirelli tires. tires. Pirelli. 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 They do a Pirelli, Pirelli. 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 tires. That's a hot yeah. calendar oh, with hot chicks yeah. and hot cars. Oh, like right? Pirelli tires. Right, Pirelli <laughs> tires. Well, here's the thing. This year they decided to do a calendar of women that aren't exactly sexy but are smart. And the thing is, is that they had or, or funny or they're good in their field. Well, like Amy Schumer was in that ca- calendar. She's half naked. She's pretty hot. Oh, it's Annie Leibovitz. Annie Leibovitz did it. She's pretty but, hot. But here's the thing, though. Isn't that insulting? Because you can't just be, as a woman, you can't just be funny. You also, do you have to be sexy? Is that a thing? Do you, you can't be, can you not just be good in what you do? Do you have to be good looking? I, I just, and that's the same thing I was saying for Scott, the Scott Eckett's character. Like, it's the same. It's the same premise. Just because he has uh, the, the the Iron Fist has a a, a descent of uh, of an Asian guy or an Asian culture doesn't mean you have to have an Asian guy playing it. What I would say is whatever's true to the spirit and the character that's, that's in the book what is I what they're going to follow. But um, you're also basing this race switching thing on absolutely nothing. Well, that's this is just your feeling that they're going to do that. This is what I'm. You're feeling. trying this to jump feeling. ahead. I'm jumping ahead of the what is that makes I don't for know good what you conversation call it about and the good 
liberal, yeah, this liberal run media <laughs> that you were so paranoid about. What? <laughs> <laughs> nice going, though. I have to give you that credit for that. No, I'm just saying that I just, it, it's, I mean, they're, they're going to do whatever they want, but it seems like as of late, we, we seem to be in this era where things have to be, well, it has to oh, be, yeah. we had this conversation about a woman director where we, we have to have awesome. a, a Black Panther yeah. has to be a black guy. No, I'm just well, kidding. Look, we're living through a really weird <laughs> they, time. They, they, are, they are throwing that in as a through line, though. Like All the people they're talking to are African-American directors, yeah. but I don't think that's a problem either. I mean, yeah. you, you can yeah. kind of look at that's it as the whole affirmative about. action mindset, oh, I just but on the opposite end, like, if no. we're telling the story of a black character, why not have a black director or a black yeah. writer? That's I, true. I don't really see the problem there, no. honestly, because when you I think you, you go for the guy that, that's best for the job. Who you has, go for the guy that's best for the job, but you, you also want to cast a wide net, too. You want to see if somebody can bring a perspective that the guy that you would normally give that job to might not have. Did you say white net? Wide. Ah, white. Okay, just checking. But, I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you want to cast a wider net to see if mm-hmm. somebody can bring a perspective to it that you don't already see from directors that you would normally go to. Correct. You know? Correct. Well, uh, in, the, in the case of Iron Fist, he is coming to... to um, uh, Netflix and Netflix, by the way, has doubled down. Has doubled down on their um, their original shows. They're doing they like thirty up. plus shows now for next year. Netflix. They should have. I wish up. I had invested in Netflix. Right? They should have picked that mattress. Yeah, I'm at now you'd be. Well, here's a funny thing: is that I, I don't know if you guys know this. I, I've but never you, mentioned awesome. this. Mm-hmm. For as as good as Netflix is doing, mm-hmm. they are they're they're technically cash poor. The guys that How is that possible? The CEOs and those guys aren't making any money. And here's why. One of the, the biggest reasons why is the contracts they have to, de- to deal with that come along with showing those movies and the rights that they have to pay. Mm-hmm. These guys are kind of cash poor, and they're making these things to – that's why they're, they're doubled down. They've doubled down on the original series because they own it, right. and they can reap the benefits <clears throat> of it. So for as much as we love Netflix and we hope it never goes away, Netflix it can't survive, especially with its popularity, without making more money. So and that's a that's one of the biggest Makes problems sense, with Netflix. Considering yeah, uh, all of their income comes from subscribers. Correct, and now they have to pay that subscription fee. That's why the, that's why they're going to raise the price again. That, that's why those subscription fees go to the go to the actual licensing agreements that go along with showing so many things right. on Netflix. So it's in one in, in one aspect, it's very smart for Netflix uh, to be doing this, and it's very smart for companies to get onto Netflix just because they don't want to run their own streaming service. Netflix mm-hmm. has got it down to a science mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So, but the fact is, is that those studios want to get paid oh, for absolutely. their content. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, whenever we see something on for four or five months at a time or a year at a time, they're paying them every month. To have right. it on, and that's why you see stuff disappear, then reappear, then disappear, then right. reappear. Which is also really frustrating. Yeah. Sometimes you only have like one movie in a series, but not yeah. the whole thing. Absolutely. So when you see that stuff on Netflix, I was going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. They only got one, two, and seven. Yep. It's the none of the other ones. Battlestar Galactica, and then it went. It went yeah. right away. So it, it's just it just it's just the nature of the beast, as it were. So people want to get paid, and I hope Netflix doubles down and does a great job. Uh, with their original shows, which they currently have been, and it's smart for them to have connected up with Marvel to do these shows. But of course, they're not reaping the real benefits of the Marvel shows at all. I want to know how, if they're so cash poor, how can they afford such killer content? Because everything they Not just their Marvel shows are killing it, but like everything else. That Wachowski show, too. Oh, yeah, Sense8? Sense8? Oh, man, that's insane. Well, here's the the problem is, is that what's happening is, is that 
The money that's coming in goes right out. It's not like the CEOs are making not millions yeah. of dollars. They're not profiting. Right back out to advertising. It's going right back out to advertising, right back out to the, the to the rights. I mean, they had Bob and David, a new show with Bob and David. That's right. like... Right. But you see, they put Bob and David on because they're, uh, no disrespect, they're cheaper to, to, to have on their programming. You understand what I'm saying? They don't have to pay Warner Brothers. They pay David Cross yeah. and they pay Odekirk. That's it. So they, those are the guys that are, that are creators. So they're talking straight to the creator. You're not talking to Disney. Well, to me, that's intelligent because there's no high-priced comedian that would, you know, Bob and David, a new show with Bob and David is like the top of the comedy chart. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, for you. There's no reason it, for anybody. I mean, if you've ever watched Bob and David. I don't know. Yeah, good for you, Todd Bernardi. Wow, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> good for you, no, Bernardi. I mean, Netflix... Netflix. Uh, you know, we're just. I know you're on television. You like it, but we are doing a radio show as well, a pro- podcast. What are you saying? Net Netflix. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> has done some really great original stand-up too. Yes, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. they also do great uh, original programming, like Masters of None. Yeah. Uh, like um, they bought the rights to uh, uh, the Unbreakable. Um, what is that show with the chick from Ellie Kemper from Kimmy The Office? Uh, Kimmy Schmidt. You know they what they the rights uh, to NBC. You know what they also got on there. What's that? Crouching Tiger sequel. They, oh, Crouching Tiger sequel. I was just Tiger about to sequel, say. That's right. we're, we're, uh, this month we are getting. Did the, you see the trailer? The, we're getting. We're getting the Crouching Tiger, Hidden uh, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny, Sword uh, of Destiny. Uh, February. But this month we're also getting the original Netflix movie, The Ridiculous Six, the Adam Sandler movie. Is uh, anybody excited about that movie? Though? Uh, I kind of am excited am. to see what happens. Like I'm very, how... I'm very interested to see what happens when the studio isn't involved with Adam Sandler. And they expect certain things of him. I wonder if he is the Adam Sandler that we're going to get. But this movie was already met with controversy from right out the gate, though. That's right. why I'm excited to That's watch why it. I'm very excited to see it myself. So The Ridiculous Six will be coming to Netflix this month, so I'm very interested to see how good this movie's going to be. Is it supposed to be a spoof of Hateful Eight? Yeah, a, of no, course. Well, it's a spoof. Well, let's put it this way. It's a spoof the title of, is the spoof. It's a, well, yeah. It's a spoof of all Westerns. So as yeah. we're talking like, uh, when you see The Ridiculous Seven, the Magnificent Seven, uh, it's yeah. an obvious choice. I'm Star assuming Wars. that... Right. <laughs> Any good Western, <laughs> right, like exactly. Star Wars, because it is. Um, Star Wars is technically... Star Trek, Seven Samurai. Star Trek, right, exactly. Wagon Train in Space. Star Trek, uh-huh. Wagon Train. Right. That's a good one as well. Back um, to the Future 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Great that's Westerns. a great Western, too. Great Western. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. That's why I threw it out. My <laughs> grandfather would argue, but that is a great Western. Yeah, that is a good Western. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm, more, I, I'm more of a Clint Eastwood... Uh, uh, cowboy with no name. Uh, yeah, series. spit on the guy's body. I like. After he shoots him I'm up. a spaghetti western guy. Yeah. Fistful of dollars for a few dollars more. A good hey man, I'm name. all good for spaghetti too. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are, sir. Sure you are. <clears throat> I love Netflix, but can they Hashtag please stop putting <laughs> the trailers at the end of the thing? Because I'm tired of watching like however many episodes I have left of a series. And thinking, oh, I got two more episodes. And then I get to them and they're just the trailers. Oh, man, that's so annoying. Yeah. I like how Netflix is I was set like, up, what? too. I finished it? No! No. <laughs> Sucks. I really like how it's set up, though, too, because now you just click on it to see what it's about and all of a sudden it just starts. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I was still to... reading. <laughs> I was still reading about it, but uh, okay, give it a try, whatever. The only thing I really love about Netflix is when they check to see if you're still watching. 
Yes. <laughs> right. Hey, he's buddy. Is that you still watching? Okay, we're good. Okay, press press okay. Press okay. You're good. You're I know good. the electric bill was like, a we bit don't high this plan month. stuff. We just want to make sure you're still paying attention. <laughs> All right. Listen, I want we want to know if you put down the coke, stop snorting, <laughs> long enough to press play so you can keep we on. We all going love in. Breaking Bad. We all, that's right. Let's take it easy while let's we're watching. Take it easy while we're smoking our blue hero. What is it? Blue uh, meth. Meth. Thank you. Man, I, I'm, a, I'm, a I'm a bad. I'm a bad fan. I love that show. And I forgot you're it was also math. a bad drug addict. <laughs> Thank you, Bernardi. No, I take that. As a you're like the worst drug addict ever. Sniffing meth. What's the matter with you, man? That's not how you do those drugs. Oh. Don't they? Didn't they teach you how to do drugs in dare class? <laughs> they didn't. No, they did. They, in my dare class, they taught. I like. I had never seen drugs before in my life. Really? The officer brings in a briefcase full of drug paraphernalia and basically teaches a fifth grade class. This is how you do uh, this. No, he showed us how all of the implements worked, what they all were. This is how we feel, and gang. I'm in the fifth grade, and I'm right. thinking to my friends, like, are we right. supposed to be learning this crap from that officer? He is teaching us how to use all this stuff. Hey, Sex uh, ed was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> With the same bloated cop. That's right. <laughs> you You're, did say bloated cop. Right? Yeah, why? Okay, what are you just checking? <laughs> Gee, I'm serious. You're like, wanting to hear all this weird crap. I'm just man. checking. Just checking. Anyway, uh, moving on from Netflix, as we know, um, they're double downing, like I said, on their uh, original content. Good for, good for, for good reason. They want to make some money. Good so for good them. For them. Yeah. Good for them, because I want to see them exist. Right. Yes, sir. Anyway. Put the trailers at the beginning of the list. <laughs> you idiots. No. Net, this uh, hour of the show is brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> Wouldn't oh, that be awesome? And put, <laughs> and, 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 that <laughs> and put all three Nolan Batman movies on there, not just Batman Begins. I know! It's so frustrating Stop when you want to watch. Stop it! I want to watch The Dark Knight next. Uh, the, not to go take my damn Blu-ray out, and that takes a good two seconds. <laughs> you can buy it on Amazon, the digital version. Right. Yeah, see? I have digital copies of that, too. I like that stuff as well. So I'm, I'm with you. All right, well, listen. Getting back to center, this is a nerd-centered show. Before we talk about what's coming out on Blu-ray and what's coming out uh, for games, I want to talk about one more thing before we get out of here. Star Wars. No? No. no. I want to talk about Batman v. Superman. That's um, like Star Wars. It kind of is, yeah. uh, but with costumes and... Did we go over the trailer last time? Okay. Here's the thing. We said we were going to save... That's what I wanted to go over oh. with because we said we are going to save it because Ganon is going to be back. So let's talk a little bit about the trailer and also the it's reveal... It's a good thing you came back, man. Uh, and also the reveal <laughs> that uh, may be happening in the Batman v Superman movie according to this news report. All right? First of all, we did all see the... Um, Batman v Superman trailer from on Wednesday. God, I hope everybody did because we're going to spoil the hell out of it. Two and a half minutes, uh, three minutes. Sorry, three minutes of of glory, glorious footage um, that involved a. uh, uh, There's only one negative thing I had to say, and that was Lex Luthor that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, There's a meme going around comparing him to Arcade from Marvel Comics. Mm. And it's basically yeah, he's playing Lex Luthor as Arcade. Yeah. Well, Well, he's also. I mean, you're not supposed to like him. Yeah, he's but not. he's well. They, what else is new, Todd Bernardi? As a villain, <laughs> I'm not talking about not liking the guy yeah. personally. I'm talking about not liking how he's playing Lex Luthor. Like Lex Luthor's a blowhard. He's a jerk. He's not like, a, hey guys, how's it going? To be fair, to be fair though, nobody likes Superman when Man of Steel was over either. Oh, well, but at least he was acting, acting like Superman. He's he not even so, acting like Lex I, I, Luthor. I'm, believe me, I'm, I, I will defend Man of Steel as much as the next guy. But for the most part, nobody really liked Superman as he was portrayed in that movie. They All didn't right. like that. 
He, he didn't save his own father when he absolutely could have. They didn't like how much people died, how much destruction The way they did like, Kevin Costner was wrong. The way they played his parents. Believe me, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'll defend that movie. I'm just, I'm just speaking on behalf of the I don't think there's anything really that like wrong it. with Superman. Me neither. I didn't see it. I didn't see what, what the criticisms were coming from. Well, that's what happens when you have a genetically modified uh, superhero. I agree. I a agree. GMO superhero. Yeah. Monsanto is not just destroying the world, but they're destroying our superheroes as well. But I mean, again, you know, I think this Batman v Superman movie is specifically made to atone for the sins of Man of Steel. All the things that they're being criticized for, they're specifically making this movie to retroactively fix what they did wrong. If they really wanted to atone... They're bringing Zod back to life. But if they really wanted to atone, Zack Snyder Snyder would not have been (laughs) directed. I don't think if they really wanted to atone for the sins of Man of Steel, Zack Snyder would not have directed it. But it wasn't Zack Snyder's fault in direction. It was the the fault of the way the story was written. True. Good point. It could have been done differently, granted. (laughs) Pa Pa Kent was wrong, and... Pa Kent is Superman's moral compass. I didn't really so dig kinda... how his parents were kind of portrayed to be like, oh, if they have to die to protect your secret, then they should probably die. Yeah. I didn't I, like that at all. I, that that, I didn't that was one of the few things in Man of Steel where even I was like, I can't defend that. But, but well, I, the thing is, they're such simple people that they wouldn't even have brought it to such a global level of thinking. Yeah. Pa Kent was not that man, and Ma Kent wasn't either. Yeah. They were not simple. talking about the world is not ready and this and that. That's but, the worst way to play them. They are country folk, mm-hmm. and they raised Superman humbly to be a hardworking American man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's the whole point of it. He became Ma, more of a drifter. Kevin Costner was a terrible Pa Kent. He's yeah. a good actor. He's he could have been Kent. a great Pa yeah, Kent. I didn't really yeah, he could have played a good Pa Kent as a farm, as here, a farm but dude. But here's the thing, guys. I mean, let's be honest. I, I will say that in the Superman trailer, Superman, uh, Batman v Superman trailer that we got in the beginning, where she she becomes uh, the Ma Kent becomes aware of Superman's um, ability to touch the lives of many, and when she says you don't owe them anything, when you don't, when she says so, you don't she's owe not them much nothing, different than Ma Kent was. She's not, but also I really like that because it's a very different side of her because she's she's talking as a mother. Sure, yeah, and I, I mean that, 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 but knowing that, that. But, but knowing that. But she didn't know that then, but she knows it now. So yeah. having not, that attitude now is different. And I'm not going to judge any this movie based on the trailer. Yeah. I, you can't judge this. We haven't even started yeah. talking that's about That's actually the, the last trailer. We're not that's even talking about this trailer. And I think that... And I think that... I liked Man of Steel. And I didn't... I could identify... I, I, I didn't hate... Superman at the end of that movie. I didn't either. And I was like, well... People are going to have a problem with this. Superman has killed it, Zod many times before. He always movie. kills Zod. And that's what people don't get. They're like, Me and he Barry had that him. argument like freaking six you pods did, ago. six pods ago. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure I was talking with somebody else about that. He, he kills Zod more maliciously in Superman 2 than he does in Man of The Donner Cut, yeah. And that's like the Superman that everybody idolizes as iconic. The, the only Superman who right, right. minds. Yeah. yeah. He killed so many people. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the problem with Man of Steel was that they tried to make a Superman movie based on how heavily Superman Returns was criticized. Yeah, no, that's a good I, point. I think, and I think that, and but, I think that you got exactly what you asked for with Man of Steel. You're like, he doesn't even punch anything. 
Well, he destroys a whole building. He destroys a whole city. Block. <laughs> he true. destroys an entire city. He punches a guy so hard he flies for miles. That's right. He goes from Kansas to Metropolis. He hits him so hard. And now you guys aren't happy with that? What's going to please you? <laughs> yeah. Snaps yeah. out his neck. See? Dude, and everybody's spoken like that. a true creator. It's so I just, cool. I just think that I and, and and there are a lot of creators out there that are like as soon as you start listening to your critics yeah, and your, the internet your crap is gone. They get in your your, head. your there's no hope. You're hamstrung beyond belief. Yeah. Put it this way, can any single one of those morons on the internet write anything close to one? You know, it's like, don't let them drag it down, you know? First of all... And I want to point out that we are those... Inter- those <laughs> no, yeah, we are. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> no, we're I'm proud of We're the morons. Yeah, I don't care. We're the idiots. Just to admit to what echelon of intelligence we're wandering around in this but universe. But I don't think any of us are assuming we could do better. No, but I... But no, I, I, I could do better. Can I, say, <laughs> can I say this right now? That we... I have to say that we are a, a very intelligent lot of nerds at this table, if I say so myself. Um, you know, Thanks so, for speaking for me. I, <laughs> Dumbass. He's intelligent enough that he can. I sound like less of a prick to not say that myself. <laughs> so, just want to let you guys know that first off. Um, well, here's the thing. Let's get back to center. The third trailer, Batman mm-hmm. v Superman. Yes. Uh, Bruce Wayne finally meets Clark Kent. Um, I thought that as was introduced by Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, don't shake the head on that guy. He'll, he'll beat you up. He'll beat, he'll beat you up, Bruce. Come on. I, think, I think we need to have Lex so Luthor uh, from you know Batman versus Superman right have, in a fight with Christian Bale's Batman. Well, swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also heard we heard um, uh, Bruce Wayne. What did that guy actor Ben Affleck's Batman voice? Yes, we it wasn't that, bad. It was. It, it was, wasn't over. I think he. But it also wasn't Bale. in the context of him being fearful. He's no. speaking to another hero. He's so, very. It's, yeah. I thought she was with you. <laughs> he's very Batfleck. Yeah, 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 yeah Batfleck. I noticed though that when he's in the armor, his his. Voices. Well, that's digit. I think it's something in the armor. Modula, it's modulated. Yeah. Yeah. modulated. There is that one thing sense. in the trailer that that I did not dig as a Batman fan. What's that? Batman face. Assuming it's cut the same way as we're going to see in the movie. Yeah, Batman where he just flinches at his final sees moment. Sees Doomsday show up for yeah. the very first time, yeah. and Batman's on the verge of saying, "Oh shh." Oh yeah. Now. Batman doesn't say that. No, he, he does not. Ever. He never will. Like, you will never express verbally. No. that something might scare him. He's on him. top of every situation. But nothing. But yeah, even no, if he was deep down, like, oh, this might be not. But nothing. Like, sub- I'm not prepared for. He doesn't verbally say it. The worst part it. is he shrinks back and flinches yeah. as Doomsday he prepares to laser blast him. Yeah, right. He does that. He puts his hands up like. What do you? What's that that's supposed not to do? He doesn't do that. Batman's got to play him. That's the one thing. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. <laughs> no, but the pro- the problem is, is that you do make a valid point on that because he. What, what I think we forget is, is that he is the world's greatest detective. Nothing does surprise him. There's nothing should surprise well, him. Well, everything that I've heard so I'm far, sure he's is not that, prepared for doomsday. Yeah, though. he wouldn't be prepared for so that. He's fully expected to die. Then, when he put his hands in front of his face. He's like, it's over. Wow, Hannah, see, that's My a good point. My gloves can deflect lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
What he should have been doing is not doing that. What he should have been doing is putting his hands but together to, and okay, praying to, to God. To be fair, though, that <laughs> could just die. be the way the trailer's cut. Those two scenes might not actually happen yeah, in yeah, the same yeah. space. Right. So we don't know. So you so. gave away you, 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 you gave away the ending of that trailer. Doomsday does show up. Mm-hmm. A lot of criticism. Well, we already knew that. A lot of criticism about Doomsday and what he looks like. <laughs> I do not think that that's his final form. Doomsday doesn't look like that at the start, either. Yeah. In the comics, no. he does yeah. not look like that at the no, start. No, so we don't know if he's... They kill him in the comic books and they bring him back, too. Yeah, you know, you so, see the bone protrusion. So you it's okay see. if Superman beats him in this movie. Gonna yeah, break. are we it's, okay? Are we okay? Well, actually, but if you look closely at some stills of Doomsday from the trailer, mm-hmm. you can see the bone protrusions exactly. starting in the eye rings and around yeah. his mouth. He looks like a troll from Lord of the Rings. He kind of does. I, anybody see that meme where he has got the Ninja Turtle mask on? No. I yeah, actually he looks saw like a Michael like Bay cross Turtle. sections like Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man yeah. and Ninja Turtle. I think they even threw a Megatron. Well, do we think that Doomsday? Are we okay with him being created by Lex? I mean, as far out as, of Zod's corpse, out of Zod's it's corpse. harder to get to Doomsday yeah. any other way. That's it's why. exactly in a movie well, universe. Put it put it this way: if because Doomsday shows up, the the real origin, he's he's a genetically modified Kryptonian soldier yeah. meant to become like the ultimate weapon, mm-hmm. and then. The original creator is like just buries him in the fi- it, not the Phantom Zone. He just buries him in deep space. No, he does. Yeah, you're right. I think it's like in a in a wayward planet or something. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. somehow he gets free, and that's yeah. that's how Doomsday and the Death of Superman happens. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a fine way to get to it. But is the it- weird thing I was talking about this with the customer. Um, the weird thing is going to be does so does Doomsday have Zod's memories? I mean, it, it'd be fitting because he's still a Kryptonian. If you look closely, he's got Zod's scar. Somebody did a screen capture of his face. Zod had the scar going down the side of his face. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Has it too. Well, here's my question then. Do but you, it, does he act on the vengeance that's in Zod's I, heart? I, I or is he just a reckless mach- like killing machine? He's going to be the Hulk if it remembered what Zod last remembered is what I'm thinking they're going to go That makes sense. That does sure. make sense. I think whatever Zod's last memory of is is what they're going to go off of, but it's not going to... Articulate or anything like Zod. If so they're the, smart, mm-hmm. they don't do that. So my question is: Is that are they going to touch the death of Superman? Here's here, this is my prediction. Justice League. No, here's my prediction. Superman dies in in this confrontation with Doomsday, and that's how he wins the and trust of Batman to form the Justice Spock League. Is the next movie, pretty much. No, no, <laughs> no, because Lex Luthor um, has control of Kryptonian technology. Yes. And what brought what brought Superman back after the death of Superman is his, the was. regeneration chamber. It was, but you don't think it's way too soon to pull the trigger on a death story? No, it's not at all. Way too soon. I don't me. think so. I think I think that's what's gonna make Batman be able to trust Superman. It does make it does make we're, sense. The whole premise of this because movie is that I, Batman doesn't true. trust Superman. I will give a Superman sacrifices his life. Batman trusts him. They form he, the Justice League. Superman will always Superman will always get, be the ultimate sacrifice. There's no true. doubt about that. There's not, in order to stop Doomsday, he will be the sacrifice. That does That's make fair. sense. I, I, or I he'll snap their necks. <laughs> he can snap their necks. I can necks. see that. Um, Superman sacrifices everything. Right. And then Bats is like, well, now we need someone that's just, just put at it, Superman's I mean, level. Yeah. So I'm going to gather up a bunch of superheroes and we'll try to throw this thing together. See, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking or to, just grab Shazam. Well, that's, no, that's interesting. You're trying to equate to the power of Superman. Like, exactly. I need guys like him in order to prop up what I can, we need it to do. That does make sense in that context. That does make a lot of sense. And besides, Lex, we're, Lex has to if make... If we're doing Justice League, it's the next movie we see Superman in, so he comes back to life in that movie. Well, I'm guessing... Well, the thing is, it's 
There's no movie in between. This is, so when we saw the death of Superman as a comic book, yes, we had to wait a, a few months for yes, him to come back. Yes, and the, uh, so, yeah. it was a, you know we were waiting. It was suspenseful. Mm-hmm. The right. death seemed more permanent, so it was like so. The we'll, we'll get Shaq and Steel. Yeah, we'll get Shaq. We'll get Shaq. And that's the other thing. I think we're definitely after the death of Superman going to be skipping the reign of the Superman. Can I tell you? We're not going to be getting Shaquille O'Neal back. Can I tell you how your prediction how your prediction works? Your prediction works because Bruce Wayne is the one that comes up with the way to get Superman back. That's how he is the world's greatest detective. He will figure out the way. Well, and not only that, but Wayne Tech probably has a lot of Kryptonian technology as well. I would assume Lex Luthor brings back Superman. That. Would be insane. He brought back Doomsday. Yeah. No, but bringing back Superman is a very interesting concept for Le- for Lex because you would know that that Lex that's his ultimate rival, and he would the fact that he would bring him back would be an interesting story. Like, it's not about world domination for him; it's about Superman. It's an obsession. Kind of like how the Batman Joker dynamic. Correct. It's they, an obsession. It's forever do the dance. Forever do the dance. What if, what if it's like a <laughs> crisis type scenario? That would be a little ambitious, don't you think? Like this soon in particular. That you mean like Infinite Crisis? Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be insane. That, I don't think I don't know how you'd pull that off. That would I don't know how you'd pull that off. That as long be... as long as Lex creates the Legion of Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that all, would be awesome. As cartoony as this yeah, Lex Luthor like is, that, I sure. all right. Listen, guys, I'm not we, against this Lex Luthor, by the way. No, really, I'm really not. I'm he honestly not. Too goofy. The, the, the reason I mean, why he created Facebook and now he's creating the Legion of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody criticizes Jesse Eisenberg you, for being you know too young I, for the part. You know but the reality is, he's just as old as Henry Cavill is. He's actually a year older than Henry Cavill is. So they're the same age. Interesting. He's, we're just used to seeing him play these college-age characters. My, was Telly Savalas ever, ever Lex Luthor? No, Telly no. Savalas was Kojak. That's who I picture as Lex he Luthor. He was always, he's always, he was Blofeld I, too. I picture, I picture Telly Savalas as Lex Luthor. So that's my, that, if, he should have played Lex Luthor at some point in history. You don't see Kevin Spacey? I, oh, I love Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. Kevin Spacey, but good, not yeah. Kevin Spacey playing the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor. That's yeah. But you know what? Is. Kevin Spacey was the only thing good right about there. Superman Returns. Oh, he was a great Lex Luthor. Not Luther. really. Superman Returns. Really? Not really. Yeah. And, and, no, he wasn't bad, but the problem was he was still playing as if he was the Gene Hackman Lex yeah. Luthor. If you gave him room to create his own Lex, yeah. something that was like somewhere between Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor and his character from frickin' Seven. Oh, that'd be sick. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I can see that. You mean a little more devious. Like, if he had yeah. room to create a Lex Luthor, that would have been great. Right, he was a scumbag. Not Kevin Spacey, but... Right, because in the movie, he's a scumbag, but what if he was darker and more sadistic? Right. Yeah. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Because, again, he's just playing within what Gene Hackman... But then again, you've got to remember that... Been that yeah. Next. Yeah, yeah. Lex Luthor... Isn't a completely 100% dark side bad guy. You know what I mean? He, He's not. He comes back and forth for various reasons mm-hmm. to the good side. Right. So you gotta, you got to give him that leeway, too. Yeah. Something uh, like Tony Stark. Only something. He's, a bad guy. He's pretty yeah. much Tony Except Stark more evil than Tony Stark. Like, but, a little more evil than Tony Stark. Here's the thing. We are talking about this, but we haven't even talked about... Doomsday was the big thing. We haven't even talked about the, the reaction of the boys to the girl. To Wonder this, Woman. To yeah. Wonder Woman she in with that you? trailer. I know. Oh, I thought she was with you. There's a lot of jump. <laughs> there's a lot of jump cutting in that whole little bit, though, because Batman's yeah. not in that initial shot. Can so I, there's, they, they probably jumped around a lot just to get to that for, moment. For all the crap that Gal Gadot gets about how small she is, she, she looks damn good. She looks the part as Wonder Woman in yeah. that yeah. shot. 
She lo- she's beautiful. In that one. shot. Yes. In that shot, she looks amazing. We haven't heard her speak yet. No, we haven't. Right. Right. She does. Now, a friend of mine has sent me. Look at me. We haven't heard her speak either. That's true. No one wants to. She has nothing worth saying. Anyway. She's got my pearls. That's all she's good for is pearls. Uh, a friend of mine Are sent you trying me, to say that all that Bruce Wayne's mom is good for is like a pearl necklace? Yeah. <laughs> anyone done a story said, with her where wow. they got into like how important his mom was to the story? No. No one's done it. No. He, even even in uh, um, Flashpoint Paradox? Oh even yeah, in well, Paradox. She's a in Batman Begins. Yeah, but she's not. She has a line. To, she no, doesn't. she's not. Who Batman she is. She doesn't. She's just there and she smiles. She yells, exactly. I think, when she gets shot. Yeah. That's yeah, it. That's it. And that's what I'm saying. I think she has more lines in Tim Burton's Batman than she does in Batman Begins. Interesting. For God's sake, Harold, can we please just get a taxi? I think that might be all she... That's not her. That's not... Isn't it? No, that's no, that's like, someone else. That's from the that's yeah. It's, so it's not even her. Ah, right. <laughs> they're, they're walking past those people trying to get oh, her. Oh yes, that's <laughs> right. So then there, that's not even her in that moment either. Unbelievable. Well, listen, it was a it was a really good trailer, full of all kinds of things we have seen, things we have not seen. Obviously, I love if that was her voice. Though. Jason right. Momoa. My pearls. No, well, Jason Momoa <laughs> is hinted at because apparently Metropolis is having some kind of water issue in the newspaper. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. No, I'd re- well, a friend of mine had sent me, it's probably not legit, but it kind of sounds Uh-oh, legit what? based on what the trailers have shown. A full breakdown of the whole story, beat for beat. Oh, wow. And it gets into what Wonder Woman's role is in the story, how Aquaman appears in the story. And whether he participates in that last fight at the end. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. But you see that the leaked picture of the action figure. Yep. And his pants are green. Yes. They're not going to put on an action figure for him unless he has somewhat of an active role towards the end of that movie. Exactly. Does he have? Does he have the hook? Well, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, you saw the picture. A little toy-ish. Like you saw the top half in that promo picture. Oh, yeah. is it okay? But actually, but in his toy, um, I guess the coloring in that picture is off. But his arm plates are more golden, yeah, more yellowish, Ooh. and you know, with the green pants. Uh, so I can't. Cla- it's a classic. I, I don't mind that. I, I don't care. I just want. I have always been a fan of Aquaman. I think Aquaman, Aquaman gets a bad rap in the DC Aquaban. comic universe. Aquaman. 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 Yeah, Aquaman. That's ah! Hashtag Aquaman. That's well, it's it, ever right since there. the Super Friends show, uh-huh. you know, it's just so goofy where it's like, what's so funny is that people still criticize Aquaman off a show that they probably didn't even watch. Yes, exactly. Because I grew up with that show. I grew up with it. Twenty-year-olds making fun of him for that show. I'm like, you didn't even watch that show. They watch someone make fun of it on the internet, and they're like, yeah, I could do that. It's a meme. You guys I did it too. Yeah, he's more than that. All he's... of them were silly in that cartoon, by they the way. Were. Not yeah, just yeah, Aquaman. Yeah. They were. And by the way, just to let you know, DC and CW tried their hand at making a television series about Aquaman. Did anybody yeah, remember that? Yeah, I actually thought it was not bad either. It's not. It's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a shame that it actually happened. I am I am in total agreement with you. I, I am in total agreement. I, I really like that show. But What was the name of it? Mercy, Mercy Reef. Reef. You can still find it online. You can find it online. Mercy Never Reef. Heard Never huh. heard of it? There's, what is it, a pilot? No, it's a pilot, yes. Yeah. Mercy Reef. All right, here's the thing. There's one more thing I want to touch about this trailer um, that they say is a possibility. They're saying that The Flash yeah. could cameo in Batman v Superman. Uh, I'm going to say Flash doesn't, but Barry Allen does. What? Or... We'll see him on like a computer screen. Well, they already described trying. they described his costume kind of already. Yeah, so. okay, so, so it's more of a sleeper. Uh, what's there to, so, 
describe though it's the flash costume yeah. no no well they explain <laughs> you already know what it looks like <laughs> no looks no, no like it's supposed plate. to be like a series of plates like a post-apocalyptic um armor really See, I, I read steampunk flash I, I read something different i read something different uh the guy that does all the costuming said that what you'll end up, what you end up with with the Flash is a sleeker silhouette than what you're going to see from Batman, Superman, who will look a lot bulkier because they're bigger guys. Mm. He didn't get into the whole plate thing, but he said it's going to be a lot. It's a thinner silhouette. They should get the guys that do the the well, Square even Enix, the yeah, figures. Flash is a the play arts Kai. Yeah, yeah, and just those, those, crazy those jacket versions armor. It, could, it, it could end up looking something like how he ended up looking in the Injustice game, maybe. Because the tone of the Injustice yeah, game yeah, yeah, is yeah. kind of similar to the movies. Yeah. Well, They've okay. all got that kind of armor Here's, on, yeah. here's the thing. Is that knowing what we know, uh, the, if the Flash is in it, and he's, apparently he's in a cameo, obviously he's not having a pivotal role in this. And a lot of... A lot I of, hope not, by the way. A, yeah, a lot of spe- that'll be way too bloated. Well, a lot of speculation is, is that he's going to show up in a dream sequence. Uh, the one that we saw in the 49 second trailer. The nightmare sequence? The nightmare sequence. That yeah. has parademons in it? Yes. Yeah, so that's what, we're, that's what they say. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't think it's going to be bloated, but I, I'm sure they're going to make hints at, at and Flash. That's how it's done. Yeah. Yeah, so Superman comes down and blah, 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 rips off the mask, and then Flash comes in and saves Batman. Wow. That would be kind of cool. Now, I'm wondering, just, just because I'm a... Just because I I'm, 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 I like navigation, how close is Central City to Metropolis, and where is that in view of? Uh, well, apparently, Gotham and, and Metropolis are like a stone's throw away from each other in this movie. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So Central maybe City. Central City is just like on that side, <laughs> but it's central, <laughs> so it's in the middle. It's in well, the you middle. Know, you know, the mythos <laughs> is like Metropolis is like the sunny side of New York, and mm-hmm. and Gotham is just like the gritty dark side. I was kind of hoping it would Bronx. be that close, <laughs> to, the area, to be honest. But I mean, if I, I want the other heroes to be a little bit further throughout the U.S. Because if you have them kind of clustered on one end of the U.S., then everybody's something's going on in Cali. Like screw if those you're people. a criminal, you'd be like, "Oh, West Coast is where it's at." It's a good point. <laughs> Everyone's over here. <laughs> because if Iron Man and the guys are in New York City, they could go. What the hell? Is I never could understand them about Marvel. By the way, everybody's, <laughs> everybody's located in New York. In, yeah. in New York. Everyone's in New York. Everybody? Now, I get it. Stanley's a New Yorker, but yeah, yeah. if everybody's in New York, well, that's where the bullpen. That's where all the yeah. Where Marvel is, right? Yeah, sure. But so th- they're writing their panels. They're doing backgrounds. Yeah. Like they look out their window. Oh, they're putting, skyscraper. They're just putting the paper up on the window, just tracing it. <laughs> yeah, just tracing it. And Spider Man's going to swing by this building next <laughs> next week. But think about think about it. Think of how easy it is to build the sky the skyscrapers or the or the uh, scenic scenic view oh, of, yeah. of, of the skyline of New York City. How easy it is just to put that See, in the background. In the comic book world. You can do that for California. Who the hell would live in New York after palm trees? Yeah. Would you live in New York? In the Marvel Universe, would you live in New York? Don't ask the guy I from never would. I never <laughs> would. No, that place is always under attack. Yeah. That. You go out to buy a newspaper, and then you know you always get taken out by a bank by a bank robbery, and the next thing you know, you got you know somebody fighting scrolls flying up. After a while, I'd be like, I'm not living here anymore. This is crazy. <laughs> right. It's as if living in Japan, all of a sudden you're bombarded by ninjas and Godzilla all the time. And radiation. Ra- and radiation. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go move to Tornado Alley. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm very excited for Batman v Superman. I'm actually more excited about Batman v Superman than anything now. I thought that, that was a good trailer. I'm more excited that. about it now than I was when they first announced. I am it. I am with you. Sir. I was so pissed when they first announced it. Yeah, I, because I, I wanted a Superman sequel. I think that Star Wars had a better trailer than Batman v Superman, and it really hurts me to say that because I get I like, in here. I can't. I can't. I can barely hear you. I, I like. I like the Star Wars trailer. 
Oh, you do? Better than the Batman v Superman trailer. Really? I didn't think the Batman v Superman was a very strong trailer, to be honest with you. I still, yeah. I still think the second That's trailer fair. for Batman v Superman was the better one. I yeah. agree. Because it really sets the tone. It, this one for was a lot of reveals, but other than that, it, it also was probably like, tells you too much. The, of the big plot. deal was exactly. the Doomsday thing. When Doomsday popped in, I was got, I was excited. Well, yeah. I was like I, slippers. I was, <laughs> except for the fact that, like, well, now we know what the end of the movie is. They fight Doomsday exactly. Again. Like so, now there's no surprise as to where the movie's going. Right. Well, not necessarily. They may have another trick or two up their sleeve. Well, I mean, or someone that they're going to unleash. On how do you how do you outdo Doomsday though? Well, that is true. You don't. You, it's hard to it's hard to outdo Doomsday. Well, when it was BBS, it was like okay, they're gonna dark, dark they're gonna seat. fight each other. Then we find yeah. out the outcome. But now it's they fight each other. Doomsday. Okay. The, so dark, obviously, okay. we know they become but, friends. But Dark Side, Dark yeah, Side is a very he's a very. Um, and if some may disagree with this equation, Darkseid is very much the doc is the Doctor Doom of this of the DC universe. I don't think Thanos. He's more yeah, Doctor Doom. Well, there's no say. Tha- a lot of people say Thanos. Doctor Doom is the Lex Luthor of the Marvel. Doctor Doom. Yes. But see, I always look at Doctor Doom as he's always the guy ego driven. Yeah, very much. But not only that, he's also he's also the Mike demise. Mike. He's also the demise of a lot of the characters in the Marvel Universe. Like the, I don't think... The, and maybe that's because I'm, I, I hate the fact that he's misrepresented in the movies. But Doom is more than what he is in the movies. You know what I mean? Like, like if you look... like, like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Dr. Saying? Doom's not just looking for real estate. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> exactly. You know, Doom is, a, Doom is a smart guy. Doom is Doom is more powerful than most people understand. You know, he's, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm that wrong. would be Lex Luthor, I would say. Well, then, then, then I guess maybe my equation is wrong. And then it would be Thanos then, but yeah, because Dark- Thanos and Darkseid have the cosmic, you know, they're cosmic, cosmic titans, the cosmic I mean? nuance, right. yeah, yeah. So I mean, one's a titan, one's a god. But the thing is, is yeah. that do you even broach the subject of a cosmic? Uh, yeah. Arena in a DC comic book movie. Superman. Well, that's the thing is the cosmic, the cosmic part of DC, not no. like Marvel where it was so car- compartmentalized with Marvel, where right. there's a Marvel cosmic and there's a street level cosmic right. Marvel and all this stuff. With DC, Cosmic was just implied because yeah, so many of the characters it's all are encompassing. No, I, there's I, not like the a, only character that grounds everything. I think, exactly. you're, I, think, I think you're missing my point. I mean, as in, do we introduce another Cosmic element? I mean, like we already well, Doomsday's no longer Cosmic. That's what it, I'm saying. He's not he's, Cosmic anymore. He's, he's Zod. He's already been introduced. Right. He's grounded. He's already part right. of the, the story. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, do we introduce another Cosmic character? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. We I think it's a matter of time. We don't think, broach the Cosmic attitude. I think that there was a boom tube in that last trailer. I think Darts Darkseid is probably going yeah. to be one of the villains for Wonder Woman because Darkseid uh, invades their mascara, and I think what? that. In in the comics, and I think that um, I think that they're gonna. I didn't know that in the comics. Oh no, yeah, that's and right. I think that I don't remember that either. I think that this is all gonna it's, feed it's into Justice League. Mm. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I've forgotten about that, but I remember that from uh, was it Free Comic Book Day? Yeah, October thirty first is past. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. The actual Free Comic Book Day. Oh. Not like the May, May second. Gotcha. May yeah. 2nd, Our grand opening. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Very cool. One of those dates you should well, remember. You should remember. <laughs> As a nerd. But then again, I mean, three weeks ago, I was saying that Batman was uh, Slade Wilson. That is true. Right. That's, that's a very so, good point. That that and Doomsday. But you're also Clippers. the man who said that uh, we should have a Tyler Perry presents. Gods yeah. of Egypt movie as well. Which was and, genius. And 
And Kakui Project. And Kakui Project, absolutely. Well, anyway, I'm excited for BBS. BBS <laughs> looks amazing. Um, I'm 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 more in than I was about a year ago. So I'm very. I've always been in. You tell me you're gonna skip that movie until the trailers come out. Heck no! <laughs> I think it's funner for me to just kind of slide in and then back out and in again and then just keep doing that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. On did that you one. say it's well played, Did you sir. say it's funner for you? Yeah, it's funner. <laughs> That's the part that you <laughs> have a problem with. <laughs> the grammatical tone that really pissed me off. Yeah. He's the goodest writer <laughs> I know. He's the goodest writer yeah. I know. Try, I'm going to try a lot of my girlfriend later see how that works. <laughs> you know what's work funner for me. <laughs> you, you, tell, you tell her, you know what's fun? I heard this is going to be funner. <laughs> it's going to be way more funner if I just slide in there and then just slide back out. <laughs> Just slide back in there. <laughs> what you gotta do is you put it in fast and then you take and you shake it, it all about. Yeah. <laughs> you do the hokey pokey, then you turn yourself. Uh, right. Disgusting. Yeah. Anyway. I, I hope she doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> I'm sure she won't. Does she? She listened to one of them. Really? Oh, yeah. Never came back. She huh? never listened to the yeah. blue. She never listened to the blue one. She listened to uh, which one? Did she listened to uh, when we when Star Wars toys first came out. She oh, she did. She thought it was the biggest. <laughs> All right, and that's at one fifty-eight twenty-six. <laughs> I had to throw it in there. I, oh, I'm really excited about what they're going to try to do with the DC universe. I think that it's going to be. I think it's going to be good. I think that mm, they're going to flip her hands. Yeah, I mean, I think that Marvel has definitely got you know a couple of steps ahead of them. Sure. Absolutely. Um, but I, I like I'm kind of a DC guy. See, so. and that's the thing is that a lot of I love Marvel, but I've always been from my youth a DC guy. Yeah. That has always been my thing. I've read Marvel comics. I love the X Men. Uh, I've always had a I've always had an affection for Iron Man and and the like, especially Captain America. But DC has always been the mythic characters for me. Yeah. Those are the ones that stick with me through my childhood and through my adult life. Like I said, I've said this on the show a thousand times, and I'll say it again. I only get emotional about one comic book character, and that's Superman. And I literally get emotional about how I feel about him and what he has done as far as uh, being the character that he is in the comics. So that does say a lot about the DC comic book universe. Um, I mean, Batman. That you like him? Superman. Green Lantern. No, that, that, that <laughs> it would actually... That it would actually um, Emit some kind of like emotional reaction from you, especially in you know in the in those old comics from the sixties and or the the thirties, the forties, and the fifties. You know, you never kind of see that kind of. I used to slap women tied in chairs. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Listen, that's the that's one. Quiet of the... or Papa Spade? Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to put that. I want that on a t-shirt. Fantastic. That is. I'm awesome. still mad they never put that on a t-shirt. But I can. I guess I understand why. Yeah, but, yeah. Can't have a picture of Batman slapping a woman. On t- All right, so I would have to say. It's, Catwoman before she's Catwoman. Yeah. So if you're a DC guy and I'm a DC guy, Gannon, you have said you are a DC guy, yes? Absolutely. All right, Hennessy, are you a DC guy? Marvel. We are a Marvel guy Marvel. all the way. Absolutely. And uh, um, format? Got room for DC, but Marvel, yeah. IDW. You're an I... Oh, that is yeah. such the nerd answer. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, they got Turtles, they got Star Trek, they got true. Ghostbusters, they got G.I. Joe, Transformers. Transformers. That's true. But it's, it's the independent comic They didn't create for, those. For, for, I mean, for the other ones, for the big two, I do have like particular ones characters. that I favor. Yeah, I Like have, for DC, it's The Flash. It's always been The Flash. 
Okay, so um, that's why you're such a that's why you're such a fan of the show, then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, okay. And that's why I get really uh, uh, perturbed sometimes when they show things that are out of context. <laughs> right. But that, that's you know I, I kind of expect it at this point. Right, right. right. Um, Marvel, same thing. I mean, mm, they, there's just like a few characters that stand out more than others for me, but. Yeah, the the independent stuff is is more fun to me. All right, before we go, I ha- have a question for hey, all of you have guys. Have you read the Kukui Project? I have. <laughs> <laughs> and even for you, Alika. All right, take your favorite universe. All right. Image. Uh, okay, yeah. take your favorite universe, whatever it is. Nineties image. All right, whatever you want, it doesn't matter. And I'm going to go around the table before we get out of here because we'll leave it a little uh, more comic book centric. Pre-unity. No, value. tonight. No, it's just for today because we're going to answer it today. <laughs> if there was one. Superhero in your universe that never existed, who would it be? What does that mean? That, that, that never means existed? like that never existed. That never the one that if you could erase from history. Oh, like if I could be? pick somebody, be like that guy does not need to exist anymore. Correct, but it ha- but it, but it can't be it can't be the annoying B characters or C characters. We have to talk about oh A list only A list only A list oh. only A list only. Ouch. Who would you t- who would be the guy that you would want to see? Axed from your oh that's that's rough that's what I said that's really rough yeah 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 who in your DC comic universe who would go first okay if we're picking Big Seven Justice League mm-hmm. it, ha- it, <laughs> it has to be Green Lantern but it's only because <laughs> but it's only because it's only because okay I don't have as much love for Green Lantern as I do the other ones okay All right. he I don't love him as much as I love Flat I love Green you Lantern. love. Green Lantern more than you love Cyborg? He's not part of the Big but Seven. But he's not part of the Big... He's not he part is of now? The, he is now, now, but I'm talking classic Big classic Seven. Seven. Okay. Right. I'm talking classic So Green Lantern Seven. is out. Oa doesn't exist. Sinestro doesn't That's what I was going to say. That's too rich of a universe to lose, that's, man. That's, that, but that, but that's the, I almost wiped out all of Star Wars, pretty much. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's right. how much that, that encompasses right there. That's true. Hennessy, what about you? What is your favorite uh, universe? Uh, Marvel, correct? Marvel, get get up close. i got to get you on this mic, sir. <clears throat> what Love Marvel? But if, if there was an A-list character you had to mm-hmm. get rid of, who would you be okay with dumping? Well, it would definitely have to be someone from... Does it have to be from my Marvel universe? It has to be from the Marvel <laughs> universe that you know and love. And, and it, has to, and it has to be A-listers only. Someone that would really... Because it's easy to get rid... Right. It, it's easy to get rid of the B and the C I was going to totally simple. go with Snapper Carr. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No way's going to miss him. Uh, come on, man. That's why I'm asking this tough question, because it's a, it's a hard one. Can you go villains and heroes? Well, wait, hold on. Wasn't Hawkman part of the Big Seven? No. Why didn't you drop well, Hawkman? You know what, though? He, he, He's he more was, Justice Society. Yeah, he was with the GSA. J- JSA. GSA, yeah. Yeah. He's more Justice Society. Yeah. So? Uh, come on, Hennessy. Let's go, man. You, I would you, have you, to get rid of... I guess... Don't guess. I almost said Ant-Man, but I, I kind of like Ant-Man. Okay. Um, Ant-Man, is Ant-Man, Ant-Man A-list? technically was not very A-list. But Ant- he is A-list. He was the leader of the Avengers. But he, he was, was one of those. But who was he? created on joint, though. No, he's one of the founding members, though. That's A-list. That is, yeah, he's oh, A-list. Oh, that is a good point. He okay. earns A-list. He's A-list. Okay, all right. So, created on But I like him. I mean, I... It's just so hard. To yeah, get but you got, we got a gun to your head, man. All right, so so Ant-Man. All right, so actually, in your universe, Ultron never existed. That's cool. He also never was a wife beater, which That's is good. Cool. 
Um, she never been, ate her. She never got again, a black eye, dude. That's for right. Her. And that would mean she that never got eaten by her husband. The wasp would never have a reason to exist. But then again, if it's Ant Man, Ant Man was Ant Man. He was also Yellow Jacket. He was also Goliath. He was also so giant. I mean, getting rid of him, he can still exist, just not. Well, you as have to be definite. That. Is it Ant Man or not? It's I'm. Will you the say Ant Man? Sure. Okay, Ant Man. Well, done. Pim. Pim as a whole is Pim. gone. Hank Pym is gone. Pim the man. No, 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 no. You said Hank Pym. He's gone. No, 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 no. He's out. Hank Pym is gone. There's no middle ground. It's this is a hard question. Bernardi, pull in. Your favorite universe. And don't pick your own. And who would you write? <laughs> now it's going to be a harder question for him. Who would you get rid of? You're a DC guy. If, I, if, if it was a Kakui project, I, I'm kind of tired of drawing it. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I would blow up everything. I would be like, it's about a guy who disables doomsday devices. <laughs> he lets one go nice. and just annihilates everybody. Wow. And he's the only one left to float in space. And it's dark. <laughs> All right. I'd buy that uh, for a If dollar. it was, if it was uh, one of the big two, Marvel or DC, I got to pick. I got. Uh, you said DC's I'm your a favorite. DC guy, so yeah. you got to pick DC. So it would probably be. I'm gonna go Superman. Wow! Wow! I'm gonna go Superman because he's so he's so perfect. You know, he's like he he's he's got the moral center. He's got all of the superpowers. Um, he's good looking, you know, like he, <laughs> so like a god. Yeah, like he's a god, he's um, he's supposed to be what you aspire to be, right? Yeah. So here's the thing, then. So in your Muscles universe, yeah. Superman does not exist. The Phantom Zone doesn't exist. Krypton does not exist, yeah. and everything that comes with it no Crypto, longer. Crypto, the super dog. That's is right. Dead. Bizarro. Uh, yeah. bizarre. None of that exists, and whatever trouble follows Superman no longer comes <gasps> to Earth. There wouldn't even be a Justice League, actually. Correct. So therefore, not right. So I therefore, mean, Justice no, League. No, Batman would probably would have formed some. Form well, here's the thing. Well, though. that's the thing. Would all the DC superheroes well, come to fruition? Correct. Why would because those... he's supposed to be the thing that, that drives them all right. into yeah. going out? Why the would they exist if the danger that is no longer cosmic is gone? If the reason why we are where we are today because of Superman no longer exists, there's no reason for the JLA. None. Darkseid exists independently of Superman. But the thing is... is He is never that, comes to Earth. Right. How do you know that? He's an evil guy, man. Well... <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't come to Earth because of Superman. I, I personally think getting rid of Superman for as much as I love that him... That affects a lot. That affects a lot, yeah. and that gets rid of quite a There universe. actually was a book, uh, Just League the Nail, that came out that yeah, addressed nail. that yeah. very same story. That is very cool. I think getting rid but of Superman... But there was still a Justice I, League, though. I mean, and uh, mm. I would get rid of... Batman, but I think that Batman wouldn't cause the consequences that getting right. rid of Superman. Getting rid of he would Super- probably kill. I think Superman's a lot more. Interesting. Dumping Batman gets rid of ripples. Yeah. Dumping Superman, you get rid of boulders. That's yeah. what you. That's what happens. You're getting rid of um uh, of little pebbles uh, if you get rid of Batman. Format your favorite uh, series uh, and uh, I will get rid of Pikachu. <laughs> Screw that mouse! <laughs> Wait, he's a mouse? I thought he was a cat. I thought he was a cat. But too. then that means Ash dies in like episode two or three. That's fine with me. <laughs> I wanted to get rid of that punk for ages. All right. So if you had to choose in the universe that you love and hold dear, who would not exist? 
<laughs> you had all this time to think about it. I know! <laughs> but there's just so many to choose from. That's what I said. <laughs> I would get rid of Optimus. <laughs> you're a, you are you are a uh, uh, a Transformers you're fan. You're a Cybertronian. You're a, yeah, you yeah. are. Now, even after the movies, <laughs> he's never seen the. That's movies. his favorite version. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's technically never seen the movies. Literally, never seen them. I've seen the first the first one. one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's never seen the other ones. Those and you hated it. Dick. <laughs> All right, two oh nine twenty five. I can't say dick all of a sudden. <laughs> How many times did I say it in the last one? Not when been, they're being hit. You, yeah. When you're calling people that. Plus, on top of that, we're being, we're broadcasting live on Periscope. <laughs> it's all right, make, fine. Make Dick it. Grayson okay. is what I meant. That's what you meant. That's who I would get rid of. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> cannibalism. All right, yeah. so if Damn. In, in your world, Optimus Prime does not exist. Mm-hmm. No one rises up against Megatron. No one rises up against Megatron. What about Hot Rodimus? You mean he never Op- comes to play. Rodimus, that's right. And, there, and because Optimus Prime doesn't exist, Rodimus Prime doesn't either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there is nobody. Yep. And therefore, but aren't there any other Primes the, but besides from Optimus? From my understanding, you they're all long better. gone. They're gone. Ultra Magnus. He comes in way after... <laughs> Way, way after. Like, so, they've been on Earth for centuries. So the Decepticons... And then Ultra Magnus shows Getting up. rid of Optimus Prime, the Decepticons rule the world. Mm-hmm. All Basically. Hail Megatron. You know, all, all Hail, Hail Megatron. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah, why not? All right. Alika, your favorite universe? Is Marvel X-Men. Okay. Now. Oh, oh all of them? Yeah. No, well, all listen. You, oh. you, no, not the Fox X-Men. You're going to get rid of all the X-Men? All right. So no, I'm, no. If, I'm not getting rid of the X-Men. Oh, no, no. The universe is... No, no, no. I'm saying my universe is... He's oh, narrowing okay, gotcha. the field. Oh, all right. But, so oh. where... And I'm going to get rid of... Mm-hmm. Wolverine. Cyclops. Oh. Because... Cyclops is look, an A-list character. This is because... Yes, is. This is my way of getting around your question. Because... <laughs> because technically Cyclops is the A-list of the X-Men world, but nobody, everybody wants him to die. Nobody likes him. Right. I love really? Cyclops. I love Cyclops. I like really? a lot too. Yeah. yeah. That whiny little voice <laughs> yeah, I'd rather get rid of Wolverine. See, that's yeah, kind of the problem. Cyclops too. is like Superman to the X Men, and he yeah, kind exactly. of proves why the Superman character would never work in Marvel because nobody nobody wants to be that good. Well, he's not even that powerful in X Men, though. Yeah. Like, he's oh, he just... could be. But in terms yeah, of his mean, personality, I think when potential. I was growing up in the 90s, the thing that most annoyed me about Cyclops was that Professor X would just defer to him as like. You know when you're a kid and there's those kids that the oh, teachers yeah. always favor and the no, adults the are always fan. like that. Yeah. that. And so Cyclops was that guy with Professor X. And you're just like, Professor X, stop being such a jerk. Wolverine <laughs> is right there. He's got claws. He'll kill everybody. <laughs> Wolverine should be your leader. What's the matter with you? <laughs> and Professor Xavier's like, Scott, tell Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Wow, that's, that's, that's interesting. So in your world, it's your if poor Cyclops, judgment on so Cyclops doesn't exist, though. That Here's something that doesn't exist, though. It, it actually That means there's no up. leadership for the X-Men? That's right. No, so I who, think they would have better leadership, actually. Uh, so then who, it, who what it eliminates, though, What it eliminates, though, is a lot of the X-Men's link to the cosmic. Because... Because yeah, because they have gone. the Shi'ar connection right. through um, Cyclops and Alex Summer's dad. Mm-hmm. Um that, but that would mean that's a, that it's a possibility. And the star jammers and all that. That it's a possibility that the mutants there would be some mutants that crossed over from following uh, Eric and following Xavier. Don't you think? 
If 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 Cyclops. Well, I'm sure those there. those different loyalties. But I don't think there's anything that's obvious that jumps out. But and and maybe maybe um maybe not having that favorite pupil right. that uh, Professor X had that you know son figure with Cyclops. Gotcha. Maybe that didn't make Magneto, uh, you know, sight. Psychotically Crazy. jealous, <laughs> and then he was like, "Listen, so Magneto has daddy issues with yeah, Professor I think, X. I, I think so. I think he wants some attention from the guy. Huh? So, so, so technically, your universe doesn't necessarily get uh, touched in the way that others did on this panel. Well, and it keeps them away from the cosmic level, which is a, to me is a some of the be- you know the Phoenix Saga and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't happen unless they go into outer space. All right. Well, listen. That's a good one. But doesn't the Phoenix seek out Gene? Why would it not? Because Cyclops isn't there know. anymore. Because they weren't in outer space because of Cyclops. Because the star, whole Starjammer saga, about three or four years before the whole Phoenix saga, where they, you know, they the Starjammers are introduced, they go out into space, the Shia, and you know, deal with the Shi'ar Empire, and then I think she comes into contact with the Phoenix Force in space. Oh, huh. interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, listen. Huh. I always thought. And then when she and then when she's <laughs> possessed of the phoenix. Well, I think it does seek her out, but she's in space to be sought out. Who knows if it would have found her if she stayed right, on Earth? Right. Oh, and then point. she almost Fair. destroys the entire Shi'ar Empire, and that's the trial of Jean Grey, and they kill her. So. All right, nerd. Gosh dang it! X Men is my. I love the X Men. I know. It's the only do. one I really get into. Well, well, if you had to, if you had to kill a teenage right. Ninja Turtle, who would you kill? Donatello. Because he's supposed to be dead already. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that was good answers, guys. That's very interesting. How how you would affect your own I like the, I like that universe. question. That's a fun question. It's a, good, it's a great question. I love that. And question. I like skirting around it. Uh, you do. Uh, I like well, trying to skirt around. I, I, like, I like wearing skirts. <laughs> good for you. And none of us are allowed to judge you. <laughs> That's right. We're not. You identify the way you want to. You can judge. I don't care. <laughs> My my answer to getting around the DC Universe question, my favorite is DC. My, the guy that I'd pick would have to be Green Arrow. But ah, he's not an A-list. He, I, I don't always, know if he qualifies as A-list. I, I always thought, I always considered... That means, okay, if that's the case... That means Batman never beat Superman. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the reason why I... I always considered Green Arrow to be as on par with Green Lantern. <coughs> The reason why is because, because they fought the Green Arrow, Green Lantern series. Correct, yeah, the yeah. series by because Denver. I was going to reference that and say that that kind of brought him up to that status. Right, because those are Neil Adams and Den, Neil uh, Den, uh, Den, Den Daniel Neil Neil, yeah. books. Yeah, those are those are really good books. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I always equated the two. That's foundation. And yeah. listen, if there's one thing we don't need more of in this world is a liberal whiner like Oliver Queen. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, yeah. well? Look, that's not really killing off the guy you think's the best one. Now, no, this okay, is, if if. If I had to choose, the funny thing is, is that uh, Uncle Uncle Todd over there took mine because I was actually going to pick Superman because that would because he's boring. No, he wasn't. He's not boring. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was going to pick because that's my favorite character. He was going to pick Batman. <laughs> but pick, see, that's what I thought in the beginning. But picking Batman, there is no adverse consequence. Not anything that most Gotham City just becomes a whole right. <laughs> right. Joker gets bored and gives up. Right there, you go. Yeah, so Joker's early like, well, to be honest, most of his villains are cause and effect because yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah. But it would they're all be, products of Gotham. It would like, just be a pit. It would just but like, that, but that, just fly so over. So what that happens place. to Gotham without Batman? Because we're we already know it's a cesspool of crime, yeah. and right. filth. It would Batman just stay. Yeah, but then they branch out. 
They go to other towns. Metropolis starts getting a little grungy. Right? Right, right, That right. Superman has to lay waste all notice, Because Batman's not there to keep him there. But you notice that those that like Marvel never even think of getting rid of the Flash. Which is interesting. Why would you if you like Marvel? Well, no. What I'm saying is, is that <laughs> wouldn't he? Wouldn't he be? If there was one guy you could get rid of in that universe, wouldn't the Flash probably be the most? The you could get rid of him and not have a huge effect on the universe. No, no. no. The Flash is the is arguably the he's most powerful. He's a branch from the multiple Earths. Yeah. No, no. What, what, I think you misunderstand. Oh, like, okay. I, I, I mean, as in, as in the the JLA force. We know that he can. His speed is so fast that he can actually go through planes of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you take out that element, would not the world be safer without the Flash? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, this we know. Be safer right? The Flash? Do you think Earth, Earth Two would no longer exist? Well, they all exist so, in parallel. Okay. There's just no breach between the worlds. So if the Flash is the parallel, getting rid of the Flash would probably be the best thing because they never knew that it would exist. No, because they open up portals to other dimensions other ways, too. Interesting. Via the Green Lantern. I always thought that... Via, I always I agree with you guys because I always thought that Flash was the catalyst for that. So I And actually, dumping him, the catalyst for convergence is actually somebody you would have never thought is actually Booster Gold. Who creates the rift in the new Fifty Two? That C-list character. Yeah, <laughs> he's not even D-list, and he's like, but now he's very popular because he, you know, caused conversion. So everybody yeah. assumes he's so important. Well, anyway, and Jess, then we had that talk about Nathan Fillion. I, I, I think that that uh, that was a good conversation to wrap the show up with tonight. Uh, we've gone on for quite some time, so let's get the heck out of here and call it a night. Yeah, Next week, we're going to talk more about our uh, events. Happening or uh, event happening December seventeenth. We should do more quizzes like this. (laughs) (laughs) An event. We got one more, one more Tuesday before the big event. (coughs) If you can pick a Star Wars character, (laughs) Finn. Always Finn. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently in Japan. Wow, Finn over Jar Jar. No, apparently in China, (laughs) Finn is not a big deal. They relegated him to the smallest of characters on the poster. No, he's not even in the poster. No, he is. He's in the very very bottom. But they shrunk him down and moved him in the bottom. He's like, by the way, there's a black guy. (laughs) Right. Right. By the way, yeah. I don't really have a problem with that, though. I I mean, that Chinese Chinese hate black people? (laughs) No. (laughs) If you notice what they did blow up, it's all the technical stuff. It's all the ships. It's all the droids. But there well, are other human beings that aren't black oh, you that know they what, made big. No, 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 they no, no, did no, that no. because they really liked they they really liked the kaiju movie with the, that. No, <laughs> that makes what what format saying does make sense. But they're Asian and they they're not the the robots. They are. He does make a good point. But they made they're other human characters big. Right, on that well, poster. Listen, but those Han Solo is characters iconic. Are key Princess Leia is iconic. Sure, yeah. You know, Daisy Ridley's a hot white girl. Yeah, and we know how crazy the Chinese are for those. So, come on. You know, but anyway, listen. Uh, she's we're, British. We're, uh, we're, there, there are, a, I mean, there, there's give and take on those two because Han and Leia aren't the f- pinnacle, you know, the focus of a force, you know, the Force Awakens. That's true. Good point. So, they only blew them up because everybody knows them. So the iconic cool. character that is. Exactly. All right, well, listen. Uh, we'll be back next week, Tuesday, uh, for uh, the Nerdwatch podcast. Of more course, difficult questions. More difficult <laughs> questions about your comic book universe. Um, we've got prizes to give away next week at our big premiere for uh, uh, Force Awakens next week. Uh, huge premiere uh, for Star Wars Episode Seven. We're going to be there giving away all kinds of prizes. We're going to need your help. We're going to play a little trivia. We may 
even have a special presentation courtesy of the Nerdwatch, which is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we'll have more information on that kind of soon. You can follow us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash the Nerdwatch. You can follow us on uh, Twitter at the Nerdwatch Nation. And you can follow us at Instagram at the underscore Nerdwatch. Okay? Um, the peanut gallery behind there. <laughs> yes. I can totally hear you guys talking. Senior what, nut, yes. what the heck is going on? During the show, you can barely hear them. We're trying to wrap it up. I am purchasing comic books for okay. the purchasing comic books. All right. Yes. Well, uh, for Todd Bernardi, a.k.a. Pasta hashtag King. Pasta King. If you don't know who he is, there he is. Uh, Hennessy in the house. Of course, format. And the one and only Gannon is back. I'm so glad he's back. And Alika, uh, his shaggy hair is somewhere around here. I don't know where. There he is. Uh, so uh, he's here as well. We'll see you guys next week. I, of course, am G Money. Peace out. Much love. And most assuredly, always stay nerdy. And until next week, may the force be with you. And until then, aloha. aloha.